clap because we, no, have, no we video. have no video. No, but I just I kind of like that you all start this off with a single clap. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Nerdtastic in 3D. It's 2013. Happy what? New Year! Welcome. And it is ep- I'm pretty sure it's episode This is episode number 48. Thank you, no number four. Ocho. 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 You're right. You're I can for, our, for our two Mexican viewers we found out we have. Thank yeah. you. Thank I, you. I can actually confirm. Gracias. Oh, gracias. <laughs> Thank you. Gracias, gracias senor. Now it's down to Senoritas. one. It's down to one viewer now. <laughs> <laughs> Alienated <laughs> half our Those Mexican guys. audience. <laughs> so uh, it's been a nice long break. Um, we probably should start off the new year by uh, kind of refreshing your memories on who we are. My name is Jason Carter. What you do. Let's do that. I am a stereoscopic supervisor with Walt Disney Studios working on a uh, franchise uh, that I, I can happily say now. What? Oh, can you say? I can say. Anuncio. That, uh, that my first project, <laughs> uh, Planes 1, uh, is going to be theatrically released on August 9th. What Whoa! Did what, did they, what did they win? What did they win? What did they win? Planes won. What, what? They won. That's funny. Funny <laughs> guy. Funny guy. Uh, so Planes is a uh, is a project that comes from above the world of cars. I was going to say from the heart, but okay. Uh, <laughs> very too. reminiscent of the uh, of the Cars movies done by Pixar, but done by a different division of Disney, uh, Disney Toon Studios, which is where I'm currently working. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Can't say too much more about it right now, but uh, it will be in stereoscopic 3D domestically and Or you wouldn't have a job. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> you have a very, very here. easy mm. job. Very easy <laughs> job. Uh, but that uh, – yeah, yep. so it's very exciting. <laughs> so the project's going – it's the first pro- uh, theatrical project from this division, so we're all very – Congratulations. Very Congratulations. Hey, Congratulations. Hey, good job. Hey, very, very good. Hey, hey. Uh, I'm Jack Eckler. I'm a senior crowds artist at DreamWorks Animation SK. G. Ooh. Stands for Geckler. G unit. Geckler. <laughs> uh, I'm currently working on a film. The trailer's out now. It's called Turbo. About a racing snail at the Indianapolis Chew. 500. And if you haven't seen it, my current film that's still out in the theaters, I believe, Sean, you have to back me up, Rise of the Guardians. Rise of the Guardians. Who just won the Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not Too soon? Too soon. Wasn't it, it wasn't it was, nominated wait, wait, for... Sean, currently, we're not... Talking about <laughs> <the> Golden Globe, <laughs> it was nominated for the Golden Globe. Yeah, yeah it was, and, and and the redheaded stepchild. <coughs> so we won't so talk about that. <laughs> so stupid, but yeah, that's my life. I'm Sean Fennell. <laughs> Hi, everybody. <laughs> I am a, a crowd supervisor, or sometimes called head of crowds department. Um, actually, started a new movie called Happy Smack Day. Um, which is about an alien invasion, which will be a lot of fun. It's a lighthearted story <laughs> um, about the Death end of the world. Are, aren't they all? Um, I'm also the department chairman, which means that I just talk to a lot of people about stuff that should be done. And uh, yeah, it just came Make off. It of, so. uh, just came off of the uh, the Guardians 
is just a so such a disappointing box office, but a very satisfying movie. To Seriously, work on. very good movie. If you get a chance, <coughs> it's it really good. good so I mean, Not just saying let's that. start the cult following now while we have a chance. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I'm Jason Pecco. I am the one making the loud coughing noises because I have a cold. And is that all you do, though? That's not, all not I me do. this time. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm engineering manager at Disney Mobile. I worked on the original Where's My Water. I'm working on some new properties now. So, uh, Which you know. ones? Oh, we can't talk about it. Oh. Can you tell me after the show? Yeah, after the show. <laughs> I got you. Thanks. I am Josh Lebrot. I am a layout artist at DreamWorks Animation, working on a movie uh, called Turbo with Jack. Uh, the movie yeah, that I've been... Buddy. Stuck Turbo on with Jack for yeah. the yeah Turbo with Jack <laughs> stuck on that's for the a movie past I want two to see. years. <laughs> so it is for two years. Two years have been two on this years. That's movie. all. <laughs> two <laughs> years ago, Jay was in high school. Jumped I was <laughs> <laughs> senior. <laughs> but yeah, I'm awesome, and you all want to be me. <laughs> facts, facts. Uh, I'm Adam McFarland, uh, producer on the U.S. version of Top Gear. Uh, we're, just, we're just wrapping up our third season. <laughs> beep beep. <laughs> That's it, man. <laughs> you are in a different Adam. kind of state today. Adam, what's the coldest temperature you've ever been in? Uh, now it's negative 22 degrees. I spent four days in that uh, at like ten to 12,000 feet, so I'm a little bit out of it right now. <laughs> Literally horrible. flew in earlier today. I, I flew in from Colorado this morning. Uh, got off the plane at like 1.30, went home, had some lunch. He's got asleep. that space man. Love you for being here. Yeah, wow. so uh, welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> I am Sean Kearney, and I am a lead game designer at Disney Mobile. When do they make you lead? They made me lead. Uh, they did. They did. I would be making that up, but they did a couple weeks ago. Congratulations. Oh, thank you very much. That's great. Cool. What games are you working on? I'm working on the – What are you leading? The, what are you leading? Uh, I can't talk about any of them. I was trying to censor myself. Can you, can you tell me after the show? I – I no. You tried censoring I yourself, and you just sounded like He's shaking his head, yes. Specifically not you, Josh. Specifically not you. I can't tell Josh. I can tell Fennel and Geckler. Nobody else. cannot wait to hear about these cool games Josh won't know about. I'm going to tell everyone, so you better be careful. So uh, this is our first week back after, I believe, five weeks off. Is that right? Yeah, and all seven right. of us are here. And we're all here, which yeah. is been a while since kind happened. of a miracle in and of itself. Um, let's just briefly run around the circle real quick, talk about the holidays. Um, mine was uh, pretty straightforward uh, for me. Went up to Seattle to visit some family members, uh, hung out, watched Hobbit, 48 frames a second in 3D. Yeah. Loved it. Definitely. And uh, – have to say that the movie of the year for 2012, which came out of absolutely nowhere for me, was Django. I that saw that film. So I heard good things and loved. Almost that as good as Rise film. of the Guardians. Loved <laughs> almost. <laughs> Same almost. theme too. I cannot <laughs> say enough about <laughs> how fun and entertaining that film was. Shocked me, Jack. I. Sp- Spent Christmas Eve in the ER with my little one. Oh. Unfortunately, got sick. Yay! Uh, and that was my first uh, <laughs> first experience as a parent, just experiencing what it's like to really be, I, honestly, to really be a parent and like be be in uh, be in the uh, ER uh, on Christmas Eve. Uh, Wait, how old saw an Asian you? Santa who came through to say hi to my daughter. That was oh. awesome. How old's your daughter? Two and a half. So two and a half you years. Kinda. She's I'm not been my child, but yeah, that night, that, that night. Dylan, if you ever listen to this, <laughs> <laughs> we became father daughter that night. Right, thank you. Thank I like you. that. Thank that's you for funny. The, in and for the record, thank you. Thank Santa you. is of all races. Okay, <laughs> Asian, 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 Asian Santa was amazing. 
Uh, and by the I, way, I, don't do it again. I can't, I can't believe he made it <laughs> yeah. all the way over this far to say hi. <laughs> but, uh, but I appreciated him being there that evening. Uh, uh, movies, I'm trying to think. I, I saw Zero Dark Thirty, mm, which was awesome. Things. Which yeah. is absolutely yeah. awesome, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm very happy I saw that. I saw Hobbit in 2D, which the movie itself was, it was, was great, and, uh, and I don't feel I missed <coughs> anything by not seeing it in 48 uh, from what I've heard and images I saw. So, yeah, that was me. Yo, my, my holiday was fun. Um, j- like Jack, I had, uh, not to show him up or anything, but I had a kid in the ER also, my cat Poor little cat broke its leg. <laughs> What's your cat's name? Son My cat's name is Dexter. Who's awesome, and I love like Dexter. Did they turn awesome. your cat he's away the most at the ER? Cat? No. <laughs> because it's for people and not for animals. <laughs> he was on his knees. No! They, you know, he, made, he made a lot of friends there, and they just took him in and said, yeah, we'll, we'll fix your cat up. Nice Put him through the MRI time. machine. It's yeah. Poor yeah. little so Dexter. They actually do have ERs for animals, which I found out at 1 in the morning uh, three days before Christmas. Yeah. Did he fall off the tree or something? No, he... That would have been a much more entertaining story, what actually. Cats do. Jay. Well, we had a ladder out because we were painting, and he climbed up the ladder, and it fell over on him. Oh, oh Christ. Christ. He's not a small cat, yeah. guys, by the mind you. This I isn't mean, a kitten-sized cat. I'm, I'm dead asleep, like out, like REM sleep, deep. <laughs> my wife comes in and wakes me up, and I'm like, hey, hey. and uh, <laughs> she's got tears in her eyes. I'm like, oh, my God, did my... It's like Christmas vacation. He's got two, he's got two children, <laughs> but he went right to the cat. Something's wrong with the cat. Well, I knew they were asleep. Um, yeah, so, um, and I saw Django and uh, Hobbit, and I love them both. Django, I agree with you, was just one of the most entertaining movies I've seen in a really long time. Yeah, um, absolutely. Just so, so good. And uh, well, I think I saw one more movie, but it was hit or miss, so. Did you see Jack Reacher? Yes, I did. I, it was actually, a fun. Yes, it was and a ton of fun. Yeah. It was a ton of wow. fun. Wow! Thank you for bringing it up. I, I think totally I'm forgot about at a that. Table with the only three people that saw Jack. Yeah. <laughs> my par- no, my I parents it. saw it. My parents saw it yesterday. <laughs> I was just talking to them about it. I saw I Jack reach fun. around last year. Do you get in there? You had to make the joke. Sing. Love it. I got nothing. And we're back. I went to Chicago for a week over the uh, over my holiday. It was cold as ice. Yeah, and uh, but I ate a lot of delicious pizza because that's my favorite uh, thing to do. Mm-hmm. You look like you stuff stuff pizza, stuff pizza, deep dish Chicago style. Nice, yes. dude. Nice. Uh, I did see The Hobbit as well. I thought it was awesome. I love. What you see? Two D or three D? I saw two D in twenty four frames a second. So it was. It was like a normal movie to me. It was a good film, and I'm looking forward to see Django because I've heard amazing things. As am I. That's mine. Can't recommend it enough. I was disgustingly lazy. <laughs> like, to a point where, like, it was kind of a problem. <laughs> yeah, I didn't sores. do anything. Bed sore started to kick in. <laughs> I mean, there'd be days w- where I just woke up. There's a fungus on his upper lip. <laughs> yeah. They haven't identified <laughs> they haven't yet. Identified yet. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I can't even... I mean, I saw Zero Dark Thirty, but only because two of my buddies were in town, and that and that's what they wanted to see. And it was like that limited. It was only showing here in L.A. Like and theaters. I think New York, <clears> and <throat> only two theaters in L.A. Um, until it just came out. I think on the eleventh of this year. Uh, but that was really the only movie I saw. I even have screeners to all these movies that you guys were talking about. <laughs> but I, once again, disgusting amount of laziness <laughs> even prevented me to do? even do like watch movie <laughs> Xbox. <laughs> Put a disc in for yeah, me. <laughs> and, like even X, and I didn't even play that much video games. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck I did with my time. Because I remember last year, uh, we're fortunate enough to be at a, at a studio that shuts down and keeps us 
employed and pays for us to not come in for about yeah you, you know, are fortunate t- ten or eleven <laughs> days. And I remember it's last year awesome. at that time I was bored off of my balls. And I wanted to go back to work because I, you know, a lot of my friends are at work. Like, I enjoy going to work. And I had done stuff at home and, and everything. And this year, just even the laziness of that just kicked in where it was just like, I didn't care to see my friends. I was just like, oh, fine. Just sitting here watching the same show I've watched 19 times already. So, needless to say, snooze fast. So, so good, <laughs> oh, you Kramer. That good Kramer's time, good so funny. Oh, yeah. Totally. It was epically awesome. <laughs> Um, let's see. I, I went up to Seattle also, uh, spent Christmas up there and then I so drove up to Seattle, spent, I think we did it in 21 hours. What'd you tell him? Did you take Jason? You did 21? Really? 21. We stopped. We got hit big traffic over the passes oh, yeah, yeah. and had to crawl through the snow. Uh, way up there for us was 23 and a half and the way down and it should take <coughs> 16. And I think the, it's uh, more like 18. I think it's 18. And then the way down was yeah, 21, I think. We did like 18 on the way back, but so drove up to drove to Seattle with the girlfriend, then flew to Wisconsin. No, flew to yeah Milwaukee. Like after Christmas, spent some time in the wonderful state of Wisconsin. Wisconsin, Milwaukee. You know, it's a horrible <laughs> state. Which you know, is everything that's the good thing. Like this was this was Green Bay Packers. That's a that's a Bears fan <laughs> talking. Oh, by the way, God. Um, <laughs> be careful. The girlfriend, the girl, she's a huge Packers fan. She'll probably. Go for the throat. Um, <laughs> so I spent some time in uh, Wisconsin, then drove to uh, Minnesota, Minneapolis, and did New Year's there, where some of the other coldest temperatures, I spent New Year's in negative one degree weather. The hell would people And I don't there? understand I this. Don't get it. Girls in yeah. Minneapolis still wearing ass showing dresses in one degree weather. <laughs> like, I'm literally bundled can up. I, can, I like, can I get it? Yeah. They're used to it. Oh, I saw it. Yeah. Girls in short dresses in one oh, degree weather. And I saw this one girl, like, we're literally out there waiting for the taxi, and she is just <laughs> bombed off her ass, like, bawling and falling down, and just a train wreck. She tried to get into the cab with all of us, and we're like, no, get the fuck out. Like, you're not, I don't even, you're, you go stand over there in the corner. I think that's warm over that, there. That's called getting Midwest drunk. Yeah. That's how we do it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Happy 23, yeah, yeah, sweetie. Yeah, it was, uh, it was nuts. Yeah, and then, uh. I guess I'm back here now. <laughs> <laughs> unlike unlike all of you other studio employees, I did not get paid for any of my time. <laughs> but it's I just sounds I like just, you killed. I, it, I worked. I had to do things, but just just didn't get paid for it. So <laughs> uh, f all of you. <laughs> so I uh, I got paid to take some time off, <laughs> but I had to take Enough vacation said. days. No good. No. We didn't. We didn't shut down. Oh man, I got paid and the oh, mouse vacation. The mouse days. never sleeps, my friend. <laughs> true. The mouse never sleeps. True. But uh, I went up to Mammoth for mm. New Year's. Did Christmas New at Year's. home for New Year's. Went up with a couple friends and I went skiing for the first time. How'd that go? That ended disastrously. Mm. <laughs> so not snowboarding. You did skiing. I did skiing because I was told skiing is easier. So you have you snowboarded? I've so never. Oh, okay, done so you didn't done either. But I if you had never done either, I'm guessing your odds were fifty fifty. No, well they told me that if you want to learn, learn skiing first. I don't know if I agree with that. So you French yeah. fried when you were I've supposed to. I've never heard anybody. I think skiing would be easier. At least on a snowboard, you can cut an edge down the whole mountain. But well, you can also slam your face well, into the ice think, very easily. If you're, if you're learning to snowboard, you're going to end up with bruised knees and a bruised ass, but you're going to get it faster. Yeah. But well, I didn't is. get it at all. <laughs> <laughs> so I went up for... Let me break it down. <laughs> yeah. I went up for one day, 
and I did ski school for half the day. And then Which the idea good. was okay. where the other half the day I'd like go on a run. Were you with the little runs. kids that had their tips tied together so that they couldn't? Pretty, <laughs> pretty <laughs> close to that. I'm sorry. So they couldn't I, French fry at Their ski yeah. tips. Their ski tips. Wow. Can you milk Talking about yeah. children penises. <laughs> Jason yes. was the one no, that went I to child know. penises. Wow. How do you know that's what I was thinking? What, were, what else were you thinking? He was thinking about What other tips? You're trying to think of something. You're trying to think of something. PG tips the tea. What no. the hell yeah. does that even mean? Like, like, if like you have I a cup said. of tea, can you milk? Oh, tea that makes sense. PG tips is tea. a well-known British. <laughs> so they the kids were out there with the skis and their tea. And their tea. <laughs> yes, they got to stay warm. It's very cool. and their tea was tied Carter. together very and cool. it made our, guys are our London dirty. listeners are <laughs> just perked up. <laughs> you are dirty. <laughs> All those yeah English listeners are like, oh, they're mentioning oh, a PG tea. <laughs> but so I went up, uh, did the ski school, and I am on like the little bunny hill, and it sucks. And the instructor, you go up the hill the first time, and she's taught me how to do everything on the ground. And then she says, all right, now you're going to go up the hill. There's like eight of us. Everybody go up. I'm going to come up behind you in case you fall. So just go up to the top, stop there, and then we'll go do the lesson. I get up to the top, and I'm like, oh, cool. I made it up this stupid thing. And then I just started going down. Did you have the tow line? So you're supposed to wait. Are you supposed to wait? supposed to wait. The second I get off the tow line, I just start going down. And she's like, you need to do the, the, the <laughs> I'm pizza. Commit. The pizza wedge. Pizza. And I do the wedge, and it's not working. I'm like, it's not working. I'm not stopping. <laughs> You're not pizza enough. And then she says, sit down. And what she means is just fall back. Fall, fall on your ass. But she didn't say that. She said, sit down. So I squat. She's going to squat. You go <laughs> faster. Go faster. <laughs> you go faster. And then I see my buddy going up the tow line, and I just waved and went, I can't stop. <laughs> I can't stop. Made it all the way to the bottom. She turns to my wife. The instructor turns to my wife and goes, she was Australian. She goes, Oh, he makes me nervous. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so we get done with ski school. It's like three, four hours, and I never learned how to stop. I tried so hard. And we get done, and it's like probably, you know, like an hour before the slopes close at this point, before the last, like, lift you can take up. And so I say to the instructor, can I, can me and my buddy go on? It was like me and my buddy and his girlfriend and my wife. I was like, do you think we're ready to go up on the lift and do a run? And she goes, the ladies, maybe. You two maybe need some practice. On that, my wife and my buddy's girlfriend go, we're going in the lodge to start drinking. This is over. And I turn to my buddy. I'm like, well, we're not coming back tomorrow. I'm like, you want to just do it? And we're like, fuck it. Let's do it. We get on the what lift. part of you thought that was a good idea? Nothing. I just knew I'd never be back. <laughs> Got to get your money's worth. Got to get my money's worth. I'm going to die tonight. You want to get that last run when ski patrol starts shutting down, and so you're the last <laughs> one up. <laughs> and so they're behind you going, come on. And you yeah, don't know how to ski. Come on. Yes, that sounds amazing. Well, I knew how to ski. I didn't know how to stop. <laughs> so That's at first, it's really fun. You get up. First, like, the, the ski lift goes really high up, like far higher than you think, than I thought. <laughs> So we end up like 20 minutes later uh, after getting on the ski lift. We're up at the top of the mountain. I go down for the first five minutes. I'm loving it. It's great. It's not that steep of a slope. Well, then it starts getting steep. I fell intentionally four times. I ran into things because I was picking up so much speed. I was nervous that I was just going to kill myself. So I would like crash into things. I The last time I crashed, I crashed into a snowbank so bad I flipped around. Oh. My ski detached from my boot, flew in the air, and landed in the snow. And two professional-looking skier dudes come up and go, hey, man, you need some help? And I was like, nope, just my ego. <laughs> but I made it down to the bottom of the hill. And as I make it down to the bottom, the best thing about skiing, when you don't know how to stop, is when you get to the bottom, you can usually just coast until you, like, slow down. 
So I'm like, sweet, I'm at the bottom, I can just coast, and I hit like a weird patch of snow and fall on my ass. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I did for New Year's, and I d- have not seen Django yet. I saw Zero Dark Thirty, I liked a lot, but so far, until I see Django, movie of the year for me was Argo. I really okay. I've not that. seen Argo yet. Yeah, I haven't seen it. So... Uh, just one more quick story I thought of. Uh, we did the drive up to Seattle uh, two days before Adam did, I think, and we got there. And it is a long haul. I mean, you're awake driving for 24 hours, basically. Did you, did you ha- stop, like, halfway to stay at a hotel? And then no, go? no. Oh. Just a straight shot. Straight through. Yeah, straight no, shot. No, men don't stop. So, uh, <laughs> so I had just done this, and we got up there, and then uh, I knew Adam was coming. So that night I hit up Adam, and I was like, hey, I know you're going to be driving. I'll, I'll, I'll be awake for a while. Hit me up. We can chat and hang out and stuff or whatever. And um, and so he's got cell reception the whole way. We so can we, FaceTime while we try. <laughs> <laughs> so he's, you know, we start kind of chatting back and forth. And in the state of California and Washington, of course, it's illegal to text and drive. So you must have been in Oregon. I was, using, I was using Siri. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to respond for me. <laughs> Siri, tell Jason I'm cool. <laughs> so uh, so uh, my wife got me um, World War Z, the audio book for Christmas. It's a Christmas Amazing. gift. Mm-hmm. And so I listened to a good chunk of it on the way up. And I was uh, kind of – Adam and I were just chatting. And I was telling them a little bit about it or whatever. And I was like, I wish there was a way that I could get this to you. And then it suddenly dawns on me that we live in a world where technology is like really – like we're really capable nowadays. And I was like, there's got to be a way for me to be able to get this to him. So I take it into iTunes, uh, the discs, and iTunes has a way of ripping a whole CDA as one track as opposed to individual mm-hmm. tracks. So I, it's five discs, so I rip all five discs. And then I throw it up on my personal website, you know, that has, like, my reel and resume and all that stuff and just some random, like, directory location. And then I just text the link to Adam, and he goes, boom, listening to it now. And so I got him the whole audio book as he was driving, and it all was like this project at, like, 2.30 in the morning. (laughs) And I was just like – like, I was about to go to bed. I was starting to get groggy. Were you already in Seattle? Yeah, we were already up there. And uh, I was, you know, I, I was trying to be nice to help, you know, help yeah. him stay awake because he was going to be driving. And it literally was just kind of this thing we were talking about. It and I was like, man, all right, this is like a stubborn project now. I'm not going to go to bed until I figure out how <laughs> to do this. And then, like, honestly, not that, that long later, like probably 45 minutes later, got the whole thing ripped and it was all up it. on YouTube. For, for any lawyers who may be listening, uh, Adam bought the copy of it right. when he got there. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know, right. just, he paid no, it's okay. It. He borrowed it because I wasn't listening to it at yeah. the time. Is that legal? Oh, I don't know. YouTube. So, uh, They're all on YouTube. My favorite part of the story is I gave it to you, and I I'm sure you probably stopped along the way, but you literally finished the book like five minutes before rolling into your sister's oh, house. Oh, did you really? Yeah. <laughs> like it was, the timing awesome. was like flawless. Is it, not, is it not amazing? It's awesome. The isn't movie, that the coolest thing? The movie anything? is going to I haven't suck finished it yet. ass. Oh, but isn't it? it is going, the movie is going to be terrible. Isn't like, that even though worse the than I thought coolest after. audio book though oh, you've ever awesome. heard? Do you, it, it, do you have to, like, is the audio book worth Listening oh, yeah. to or should oh, I yeah. can yeah. I read it? No, no, no. It's on. It's on YouTube. You can listen to the whole thing. It's in sections and it plays back to back. It's, it's it cool. Is it is a, they got, really. they got, it's on YouTube. They, they yeah. got. would have been easier. It would have been a lot easier. No, I listened to it at work. It took two days at work, dude. I listened straight through it. Each character is a different, a different person, like a different actor. The guy has a playlist with every single one, and it, it just, yeah. The fact there's actors reading, reading it back is just insane to me. We live in such an amazing world. That everything you did, Jason, was completely useless because there's now this thing <laughs> called YouTube yeah. where you could just send him that I link and you could have gone. Had you even texted me, I would have been, been like, "Tell you. Adam to go to this link." I, I had no idea. Thought it was on YouTube. <laughs> I had no idea. Um, That's where I listened to it. So, uh, 23 minutes in here, <laughs> and uh, again, happy 2013. Yeah. We got some fun and exciting stuff to talk about. But first and foremost, 
We're going to dive into something that's uh, sort of tail end of last year, which is the Nerdtastic Game of the Year Nerd, nerdy? Nerdy, Award. nerdy The Nerdy Award. So last year we gave it to uh, Portal 2. Valve, good choice. Well got the award. Yes, and Valve, it's still Agreed. in the mail. One year later, yes. <laughs> <laughs> on its way. Sorry about that. We were going to uh, give it to you at CES, like three but, uh, or four times. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. True. we were going to give it to you at CES, yeah. but you closed your booth too we, soon. So that would have been a perfect time. So, and we uh, lost our sponsors. So. By the way, yeah, yeah, yeah. remind me after this we're to tell you about the trophy design because I have the best idea for the trophy design. Three D printers. Hey now, so. Let's go around the room. Jack, we'll start with you. And why don't you throw out uh, nominations and we can – or if you, I have, you yeah, have your yeah, choice. I have two. I have two. Well, I have, I have a nom and then a, in a uh, – Why don't you start a, with the nominations back, that you're going to throw out there? Uh, I'm, this is all I'm, live, by the way. We're discussing this. We haven't really discussed it No, we haven't much. discussed this at all. Uh, it's all happening it's now. It's going to get crazy. This is uh, not going to be any, any, uh, <coughs> any surprise to anybody listening to the show. I object. <laughs> no, I, just, I just wanted to mix it up a little bit there. I support that objection. I'm going. Uh, I'm going Black Ops too. It just starts laughing. Uh, that just we, for multiple reasons, and I and I don't have to sell it. Just obviously because oh, I play. No, 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 like sell it. How I how I play it. What is Black one, Ops two? What Treyarch <laughs> brings? <laughs> they don't. They don't play that on the PlayStation Network. I just. I guess I'm so. sorry. I'm sorry. I've never heard of it. This 2013 year of the JPEGO Xbox. Is it it, let's be, be honest. I'm, I might be. Switched. It's a, it's a game that's made a little money. I I'm not sure you've heard of it. It's Jay, made a little you, money. Can we get are you some people? Buy an Xbox the year it becomes obsolete when yeah. they introduce. Can we get some? <laughs> I'm going to buy an Xbox. I'll one. sell you mine. Can we get some <laughs> listeners together to donate an Xbox to Pecco, please? Yeah. Please give him a fucking Xbox. Um. Multiple reasons. One, it's Treyarch's year for Call of Duty, which Treyarch is the fan base dev, I'll call them. They're, they listen to the community. They go pretty hardcore into listening to the community. They actually update the game quite often to the community's callouts, which I have a lot of respect for uh, a game studio who's willing to do that and does that. Um, David Bonahar does a great job with that, and I give him, give him props for that. That in itself is one of the reasons why I love the game, and I it's... That and its longevity for me, and I haven't dove. I've played single player about halfway through. Played zombies once, which was fun. Uh, the even the multiplayer aspect. They're getting ready to release their first downloadable map pack, which is a zombie pack. I think a new game mode for zombies, and then three multiplayer maps that look insanely a new gun, cool. New gun and and the very first downloadable weapon you can uh, get with a pack, which is pretty cool. But what I'm liking, too, about the maps now, they're starting to integrate environment stuff. So, like, one of the maps is, like, has a, uh, has, like, a, uh, is by a dam. And at certain points during the game, like, it just fills with water, and you have to listen for it, or everybody gets wiped out in that area they're in. What level is that? Uh, it's not out yet. It's, it's called oh, Dam. It's okay. like I okay. think it's called Hydro. Hot that Dam level. Is it Dam? Hot, 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 hot Dam. Part of the map pack. I'm like, gonna be your Dam guy. So that, that would be that would be <laughs> my that questions. would be my nomination. And this one, this one's actually this one, this one's the curveball. This one surprised me how fucking addicted I am to this thing. Sim City Social. <laughs> you tried it. And I, I'm, you I'm, tried I'm, it. I'm legit. I, I'm, I'm not bullshitting anybody in this room. I'm legitimately throwing that out. One, I'm a. I'm this a is Sim a Facebook C- game. Yes, I'm a Sim City fanatic to start with. And until it comes out this year in 2013, their new one, which looks awesome if you've watched the videos. This, for a free game, I've actually spent already about 10 I've never spent money on any of these games. I've spent probably 10 bucks into this game, which 
Like buy to outfits? me, like buying power. No, for your like city? like like uh, 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 I don't know. Uh, uh, trying to get the next <laughs> building or whatever the Skins. case is, it's gotten ten dollars out of me, who doesn't really spend money on these kinds of things. Uh, its playability seems to have some longevity. I like, and it's not over obtrusive. And he's got which five is what lives. I, like. I respect mm, you, Jake. Five wives. But damn it, I hate your guts. <laughs> <laughs> and I was. It took me. It took me a while to say, "Am I going to say it or not?" With the crew, uh, with the crew I'm Good with, for you. but for two guys yeah. who are into mobile gaming and, and and potentially social gaming, I had to throw it out there because it's they're doing something right. I'm gonna have to check. In it my out. opinion, so two noms, my opinion. two noms. Yeah, out those there. are my two right. noms. Yeah. Wow. Good. All right. I'm gonna go with uh, the Walking Dead. I this is one of the first games that I played in a while that actually hooked me and sucked me in, and and uh, I really enjoyed the story. I enjoyed all the different parts of the story. It took there were a couple of times where I'm like. What, was that the right decision? I, I, <laughs> should I should I go back and change? I don't know. I didn't want that guy to go that that way. Way. Uh, um, and it's it's kind of impressive how how much they put you in a place to make a difficult decision, and it's not real. So um, that was good. The voice acting is really good. Um, I just think it was a nice change of pace from all of the really really fast paced games out there that I am finding myself not liking as much. Um, so yeah, it was cool. Very nice story driven multi-epic game. So that's uh, any other nominations? Not really. I, okay. I mean, I played Halo 4, and there are parts of it that just pissed me off because it's the same over and over again. Like, I'm starting to feel a pattern in that game, which uh, dis- it just disappoints me in a game that huge that you start feeling play- playability patterns. In mm-hmm. it. Um, and uh, I didn't play Black Ops because I'm kind of done with that. It makes me too angry. <laughs> <laughs> so. Cool. Yeah. Jay? Uh, I have to preface mine by saying I'm a couple years behind <laughs> on console games. I'm <laughs> Mario 1. Currently playing <laughs> Red Dead Redemption, which is a great game. Oh, that game's awesome. So I that is my game of the year for 2009. Josh, can um, attest my one great experience on that game. Yes. I, I'm enjoying the shit out of it. But there's a, I haven't played a lot of console games this year. Uh, the two that I have played that I've really enjoyed is one was The Walking Dead. So I'm not going to reiterate everything that Fennel said. Uh, everything he said was great. Um... The the end of the game almost had me in tears. So I, you know, like feeling that much emotion in a game, I thought it was amazing. They You're a big baby. Job. I'm a big baby. I don't <laughs> cry at all. Um, and then the other game, which was surprising to me because I was completely, I don't own a Wii U, but I, I like didn't understand it until I played this game was Nintendo Land. Uh, it's such a fun experience and it's such the epitome of what Nintendo wanted the Wii U to be. So I, I, it, is I would, a Wii, it is a Wii U game. Yeah, it's a yeah, Wii U game. It's made for the Wii U. It's, it's a whole bunch of mini games that are based on the uh, individual like characters of Nintendo. Like there's a Mario game, there's a, a Luigi game, there's a Zelda game, and it's just so much fun to play with people. So um, I, I nominate both of those games because it's the, the the Wii U one was such a surprise. I mean, it is a great game. Cool. I'm gonna go Halo Four. <clears throat> now I have Walking Dead. And uh, have you played it? No. Once again, <laughs> I could have used these eleven days where I did absolutely fucking nothing, and I meant to too. And so I, I had gotten the first episode on Xbox, and I was just like, "This is cool, you know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna play it soon." Never played it, and then Steam had it over the holidays for, I think it was like eleven bucks or God something bless like that. Steam. And uh, I'm not a huge fan of playing games in my office. On the on you know in my office chair on the, on the little monitors or not little but you know on monitors <clears throat> in my office and so I was like screw it I'm just gonna get it just power through it you know downloaded it all, all the episodes it was eleven bucks 
And then I turn on the Xbox later on that night, and it's like, oh, oh, you know, Xbox, half off Walking Dead, and the first episode's free. And I'm like, well, son of a bitch. And I look, and it's even cheaper on Xbox. <laughs> and I'm just like, of course, that's my fate, because, you know. And so I didn't play it still. Did you download it on the Xbox and not play it also? No, because uh, I would have had to pay for it. Okay. And I already paid for it once, okay. and they got my well, money. Well, if you would have paid for both of them, you would have paid the normal amount. True. But I don't like to pay for things the normal, normal amount. I will find deals. Uh, but anyway, I pretty sure I'm sure I will agree with you guys 100% when I actually play the game. Uh, so for for this uh, conversation, I'm going to say Halo 4. It was amazing. It was great. It um, sucked me in. It was still a little bit more confusing, but I like the fact I have to actually research because it helps me dive into the world more. Uh, you know, there's something where it's just like, who the hell was that? Why did he say that? And it makes me research. Um so I really, really enjoyed that aspect. So I'm going to say Halo 4. Cool. If, before we jump forward, I actually want to put a poll out to everyone who listens. Is how many Steam games have you bought that you never play, but you bought them because they were super cheap? And you're like, I'm totally going to play this game. I did this holiday and break. Never play it. I might have a record. <laughs> <laughs> I think I own, because I just went on Steam to buy something that I haven't played yet. No joke. <laughs> and I think I have 78 games. That's awesome. Shit. I think I've played single digits. K- Kearney's <laughs> bought every single Humble Indie Bundle and probably has not played any I of them. I played two games in one of the every fucking Humble Indie Bundle. It's not even a thought anymore. Like, I almost wish it was like Netflix and it just direct debited my credit card <laughs> for Humble Indie Bundles knowing that I'm not going to play the game. I have somewhere I have two, three copies of the game. Because I got it on one Humble Indie <coughs> Bundle, I bought it on its own, and I got it on another Humble Indie <laughs> Bundle, and it's on PSN. Start gifting them away. Awful. I bought Awful. the Age of the Empires collection yes. over the break yes. for $10. I was like, nah, I love RTS Bucket. <laughs> Once again, Adam? Not, not installed. <clears throat> Man, I feel... Uh, like, I mean, jo- like Josh? No, I, I, I bought Halo 4 like... I don't know. When did I tell you? A month ago? Mm, I haven't opened it. Uh, <laughs> I, like, when I was thinking through this this thing over the break when we talked about it before we left, it's like, I played two games in 2012. Modern Warfare 3 and Black Ops 2. <laughs> <laughs> and it, not necessarily, like, I'm sure there are other games in out there that I would love. Order. <laughs> like, like, it was like, yeah, it was, it was uh, Black Ops 2 came out, Modern Warfare 3 went into the, the case and has stayed in there. I guess I played B- Battlefield 2. Uh Battlefield 3, Three also. Well. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, you know, uh, I do love Black Ops. Uh, I don't play as much video games right now as I would like, but that's the game that sits in the Xbox, so that's the game when I when I hop on for 20 minutes or so, that's the game I play. Um, I love Limbo was 2012, right? Mm. Is that 2011? 2011. 2011. Oh, man, that was a long time ago then. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was going to... You might have played it in 2012. Yeah. Uh, okay. Because I looked up Journey, and, you know, that had gotten, you know, rave reviews and this and that, and they're like, it only takes two hours to beat. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, oh well, fuck. Yeah. Let's yeah. pop that in. I may be lazy, but I can be two hours lazy. You know, not lazy. <laughs> not, not over Christmas break, though. Yeah, no. no not at all. No. God, don't, don't tap it. But when I looked at it, it was $15 for this two-hour game. Yeah, and I think I it's mean like wild. it's about the price you pay for a movie ticket. I yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'm not working for I that. I don't know money. what theaters you go into. Fifteen dollars for every two hours. So that means I don't know about my math. That sounds like not a lot an hour. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I guess I, I mean Black Ops Two. I mean that's going to be the game I played the most. So 
I guess that's my vote. Fair All right. <laughs> I, you know, it's funny. I think that this that 2012 was a year that I changed as a gamer because I used to be – I was the dude every Tuesday I was buying every game that came out. Like, that was probably, like, 2009, 2010. Every game. Do you keep your games, too? Do you have, no. like, just an insane collection? I don't at all. Oh, okay. I'm, like, so the guy who sells okay. his games. I'm like, I'm like that with everything, though. Like, I'm the kind of person that, like, after Christmas can't wait to go through my closet and just get rid of clothes, too. Like, I like having, like, four things. <laughs> you can tell by the shirt you wear. I can work. manage that. <laughs> yeah. This is one of my four. <laughs> so I was like that probably in, like, 2010. <sighs> then 2011, I was on, like, a steamroll of Xbox Live. Or maybe even – that was probably took even more years of me. Everything, every Wednesday was my day. Xbox Live, Thursday for PSN games or, like, Tuesdays now. I was like, oh, I can't wait. And this really – and I – and it it's just too – it's stupid when I say it because it's like, oh, he makes mobile games and he loves mobile games. But I've played so many iPhone games, and I've enjoyed all of them for different reasons, and I've liked them all at different points in time. But I played a handful of console games this year, and I was kind of disappointed by a big majority of them. And I'd say that, well, while I say that, it's hard for me to find a mobile game too many mobile games that I can go, oh, this is game of the year that right. I loved, where I would just say, like, game of the year for me would be like, oh, the App Store and <laughs> the 15 <laughs> games that I played for, like, a mi- you know, 10 minutes, 20 minutes. Because Assassin's Creed 3, I was very excited for, was incredibly let down. <laughs> like, I thought it was too long. I thought you didn't get in the action soon enough. I, I, it felt like it was just an old game. Halo 4, I liked, but it was just more Halo. Max Payne 3, I played half of and realized I was just playing Max Payne 1 with nicer graphics. Um, Walking Dead, I haven't given enough time to, so that might be the one for me. Journey, I played, and I liked their their last game, Flower, a lot more. I thought Journey was interesting, but it wasn't I – didn't, I didn't understand it the way that people who love it understand it. And then I did get a Wii U. And I like Nintendo Land. I think it's really cool when you're playing with a big group of people. But I feel like Wii Sports, to me, I'm sounding like a grandfather. Like, everything new sucks. <laughs> but I thought that Wii, Wii Sports was a far more, like, cohesive game. Whereas Nintendo Land does some really cool things. But it does them, it comes across as a minigame collection. Yeah. Did, and you, then, did you get a Wii U? I did get a Wii U. Oh, you did? Okay. And I got um, one game that I've been playing <laughs> lately that I do enjoy for being really weird and different. Which I guess I'll put as my nomination uh-huh. is Zombie U, oh, which is yeah, Ubisoft's yeah. zombie game. And what's cool about it is I, when I first played it, I hated it. I was like, this game's terrible, but it kept getting all these like accolades and people were loving it and everyone was telling me it's a great game. And it's the first time I've ever played a game and then thought, maybe I'm playing it wrong and I should play it differently and then fell in love. Hmm. And what it is is that it takes you forever to kill zombies in this game. It takes... You usually just have a cricket bat and a gun with, like, six bullets. And it takes three bullets to kill a zombie, and it takes, like, six hits with a cricket bat in first person, which is way hard to do, to kill a zombie. And so as a shooter, it's awful because it's impossible to play. But when you start thinking of it more as a survival horror game, it becomes this really interesting game where two zombies are slowly lurching towards you, and you're like, oh, my God, I don't know if I'm going to survive this. And you try to run away from them. You try to push them. And if you get scratched, you lose a little bit of health. If a zombie grabs you and bites you, you're dead. And if you die in this game, and this is where it starts to get really crazy, you play as a character when you start the game. If you die, you're dead. And you come back to life in the first room you were in in the game as a completely new character 
with no weapons, no, nothing you picked up. So you need to start over. Or you need to go to the area where you died and find you, who's now a zombie, and kill yourself and take your stuff back. Oh, <coughs> Interesting. It sounds it's, amazing. It's super cool. Wow. It's it's not the best design. Like it's it starts being a bunch of fetch quests. Are you using both? I know we saw it at E three. Yeah. Are you mm-hmm. using both the handheld, like for like the what was it like extra? Do you remember like yeah. all the stuff with like, yeah, like the scope and yeah, all, yeah, all that stuff? Yeah, do and you it use does both? really well. Okay. And the way it, it, the best way it uses it is you have a backpack, and that's where all your gear is. And in order to use something from your backpack, you need to look down at your little iPad screen and take the thing you want and throw it to a button, assign it to a button, and then start using it. Well, that whole time, your camera on your TV has gone third person, and the world's still going. <laughs> Anything you do in that game that would be relegated to like a pause menu or something like that that you could like take a break from the action. Oh no, the game keeps going. So if I want to like, there's no pause. Yeah, if I want to look at what my um, gun is like leveled up to, well, I press the pause button, but it goes to a third person on my TV, and I have to look at this little screen and look at the information while I'm hearing zombies approach me, and then oh shit, switch back. It mm. it does everything really really well. It's not the biggest game, it's not the deepest game, but it does some really good things. So I'd say that, and then I'd say if I had to nominate one other game, I played an Xbox Live game, Mark of the Ninja. Ah, 2D yes. stealth game that is worth its weight in gold. Like, it is near <coughs> perfect. For what it does, it executes <coughs> on it 110%. And then finally, because I have to do an iPhone game, because I played so many <laughs> damn iPhone games, I'd say the iPhone game that has kept me the most, and it came out towards the end of the year, so I haven't, you know, I might have got old yet. soon, is it's called The Grading Game. <laughs> and it is a game that used to be called First Person Tutor. <laughs> what it is, is you're playing as a college student who's working as a TA uh, to pay back his student loans. And your job is you're working for an angry professor who wants to fail all of his students. So what you need to do is look at their papers and you tap wherever you see a spelling or grammar error, and you want them to get a C minus or worse. Gosh, you would <laughs> fail miserably. Oh, totally. It's too close to home. <laughs> I was just gonna say. And it's so it's like it's such a stupid, simple concept, but it's it's intense. There's like a timer. You're flipping out, it's and the humor is dead on. And every time you're grading a paper, you're grading like six papers that deal with one subject, which is kind of like a trivia thing. And so you end up learning a lot of like bullshit trivia while you play the game. <laughs> and I, I never would have guessed intense would have been exactly downloaded. only in this day and age that you can put grading papers as a video so, game so, and it being so, Sean, successful. you were learning while you played this game. I've I don't learned, like it. I've I learned like so it. much about um, super packs <laughs> and um, what else and death fans. <laughs> Interesting and a, and the Mongolian death worm. How about juggalos? Any juggalos in there? Not yet. Whoop. <laughs> but I have I did also spend this Christmas watching the Juggalo uh, the, the, the documentary, documentary. Oh my the, God. Fiction the fiction film about the Wild West did you watch oh. it yes oh my god unbelievably unwatchable <laughs> really yeah American Juggalo is pretty rough yeah. dude American <laughs> Juggalo is rough I highly suggest the Workaholics is that, is Juggalo that, X episode is that the documentary Josh the yes Juggalo the documentary is amazing on but, so many levels oh god yeah so uh, I have uh, two console games and two arcade games I'm going to throw up as nominations. Uh, first and foremost, Sean, uh, Jay, Walking Dead, 
could not agree with the words you said. You said it so well, Sean. The could only thing not I, agree with it? I mean, I could not agree more. <laughs> thank you. Sorry, thank you. Could not agree anymore. The only thing I'd add um, is uh, not be not working directly in the game industry, but looking at it from a you know a, a fan standpoint. The one thing from my perspective that the game industry has continually missed on throughout the course of, of gaming history is prioritizing story. So I think if you ask any game designer, they will tell you that gameplay is key and that that has been the Bible for the game industry forever. And while I don't disagree with the importance of gameplay, um, coming from an animation world and coming from a place where story is king, that's been the one thing that's been kind of continually a second-class citizen to gameplay. And I think Walking Dead is the very first game, the very first game that has done the exact opposite. I would wholeheartedly say it's prioritized story over gameplay because it's not the most exciting game to play, but it is an incredibly exciting and, and gripping story to be engaged it's in. It's a very rewarding story yeah. to play. Absolutely. Yeah, and it's almost it's almost even more of an interactive fiction than it is a game, but Absolutely. for that purpose it, it knocked it out of the it's park. The closest, yeah. It's the closest I've felt I've got to playing a comic book right. as a game. Yeah. Is it kind of like, uh, did anybody play, um, was it Heavy Rain? Mm-hmm. I think it was. Was it more like that where it's like an interactive It's a better, I think it's better, but it's it's like, it is kind of like that. There's a lot of, of like walking around and like finding things, but like you kind of don't have a choice but to find them. You know, you just have to look for them. But uh, yeah, definitely, definitely an amazing game for sure. And the fact that it was an arcade game, the fact that it was a point-and-click adventure-style game, mm-hmm. all of those things really amaze me that it stands up to some of the other other games this year. And even from from a technological standpoint, like the fact that they released it on all the platforms they did was just. Awesome as Absolutely. well. So I just got to give props for and that. Is it, it's the same experience on any, right? Yep. I think I remember. So if I played on my iPad, I get the same experience you guys got on yep. Xbox or PSN. Or, yeah. And I really think it's interesting. So I'm a gigantic fan of, of um, television, right? Like television shows. I believe that l- some of the most creative writers in the Hollywood industry are in television now, not in film. Um, and I think that episodic stories are really interesting, right? Like I, I think Lost, one of the most compelling things about Lost is you just couldn't wait until then, find out what happens next. And that idea of kind of a cliffhanger slash, you know, kind of a, a whole story that gets told in parts, you know, it doesn't happen very often. And Telltale, they just, that's what they do. That's like their bread and butter. And then, you know, I followed them pretty closely uh, for a while, but they knocked it out of the park, uh, you know. Agreed. This, this year with this game. So um, the next uh, arcade game I wanted to just throw out there as a nomination is uh, you could argue it can't be thrown up for game of the year because the game technically didn't come out this year, but it was released as an arcade game, which is Minecraft. Mm. So I actually told myself I didn't want to play Minecraft until it came out on the 360 just because that's pretty much my go-to uh, thing to play games. And I love Minecraft. I love everything about Minecraft. So it came out. So Minecraft 360, I'm just going to throw up as a nomination for also have to throw out, uh, just because, again, uh, story is so big for me, um, is uh, Mass Effect 3. Mm-hmm. I want to throw that out there. I will say it is an incredibly boring game. It is just so yeah. slow. So Such slow. Such a grind. And even the action scenes, you know, it's kind of a third-person shootery kind of a thing. But there's just so much depth. Like, if you sat down and played that game, it'd be a 200-hour long game. You know, if just if you got into like every single yeah. piece of every corner of the world and read every piece of text that comes your way, um, so I have to throw it up for nomination solely because of the effort 
that was put into that game. And it is fun. I really do like the Mass Effect series, but it's uh, my one negative is it's a slow game. <laughs> Can I play it if I've never played one and two? Or should I start at one? Uh, you know, that's a lot of people say start at two. Yes, <laughs> start at two. Yeah, a lot of people <laughs> say start at two. I personally think I like to experience stories from the very beginning. Very beginning. So yeah. personally, I'd say one, but I think the industry trend is that people would say two, start at two. I don't know. I think it will have a bit more impact if you played it from one, but yeah. honestly, you could pick it up at three and just Still know shoot people in the face and <laughs> gather a whole crap load of loot <laughs> and listen to lots of people talk for on and on <laughs> about yes yeah. it is uh it's a long game i actually never finished it i finished both of the <coughs> ones before it this one is so exponentially larger than either of those games really? i couldn't get all the way through it and this it's one takes each place one on earth right it comes uh, back to earth part of it okay each one builds. So, like the first one, I remember thinking, "Man, this is a long game." And I think I put 50, forty hours, fifty-seven hours into that yeah. game, <laughs> reading everything or whatever, you know. And then I, I was like, "Man, it's a long game." The second one comes around, one hundred and forty hours, and I just thought, "Oh my gosh, the first one feels like a drop in the bucket." And now the third one, I honestly think I've probably sunk forty hours into that thing and barely scratched the surface of that game. Wow. It is. Yeah. So you're not through it? No, I'm not. I'm no. not wow. through it. Yet. No, because you get through like one of the story missions, and then like. 30 side missions pop up yeah. uh, become available and you're like fuck now I gotta track all of this shit well down. that's sort of like Skyrim like the same kind of thing I oh remember it's God, like I would, do, I, would, I would do one thing and I'd be like they're like well hell you got these missions <laughs> and it's just you're, you're, it starts to fill up left we got right, a dude like, at work that okay. has played that game for hours and hours and hours he's like I got two wives I got like <laughs> four houses <laughs> I'm maintaining all this I got a dog following me around now. I don't even know shit. I don't even know you could get a dog in real life my virtual life's no joke <laughs> <laughs> I played Fallout 3 for probably oh, a Fallout. good, like, six, seven months and was, like, nowhere near finishing it. And then in two days, one day, like, a year later, I was like, I never finished this game. In two days, finished the entire game. Because the straight really? core storyline oh, yeah. yeah, the, the main nothing. story is nothing. Oh, but because I you were doing spent, all these tangents? Yeah, I spent so much time on the tangents. I would spent, you know, 30, 40 hours on tangents when really the core game is 10 hours. So I, I just go straight. I did the same thing, and I went back to it, like, a, probably a year later, and, and I started playing, like, this game sucks, and it's ugly. <laughs> I'm not playing this game. I had the same thing, except I didn't realize that I was in the last battle until I was in the last battle, and I was like, fuck, I can't go back and play this anymore. Yeah. Like, you can't go back oh, to you can't. Go back? No. Once you beat the game, you're done. I think they did. I think if you buy the last DLC for it, yes, they, they raised another the cap ten to oh, let you do that. Sons yeah. of bitches. Yeah. And then my Is it uh, Red Dead like that. You don't need it. I don't you know, I'm, I'm in the middle. Right. You can go back and Red Dead. Go back and play guns. All I did was shoot Mexicans off donkeys. Red Dead. It's just run over here. Run over there. Perfect. Run over there. Adam, I was. It was in the cheap bin at Best Buy, and I had a Best Buy gift card, and I literally had nothing to spend it on. And I was just, I held it in my hand for a while. And Adam's like, hey, do you like Grand Theft Auto? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I like that game a lot. He's like, all right, so now imagine Grand Theft Auto, but instead of racing cars around, you got horses. And I was like, and I put it back. <laughs> no. I was like, you're going no, at this oh speed Grand Theft Auto. It's pretty fun. Just do everything a lot slower. Yeah, the thing about Red Dead Redemption, I'll say, is that in Grand Theft Auto, if I'm on a long car ride to, like, another borough of the island, I'm just driving, right? There's nothing else I can do. In Red Dead Redemption, if I'm on a long horse ride Set and there's a camp. shitload of them, I'm like, 
trotting along and I'm like, God, there's nothing to do. Suddenly, holy shit, there's a bear and I can hunt it. Yeah. And you jump <laughs> off or and a pick cougar up a flower. You boys are doing it wrong. <laughs> no, I did it right. Jack, was, Josh about Jack this. came over and he was just like, do you get Red Deadption? I'm like, yeah. He's like, I want to try it. I'm like, okay. So we pop it in there and <laughs> we just, you know, we just go into the multiplayer, which is just basically kind of open world. Yeah, he's like, what do you want to do? I was like, multi. Yeah, so, so he just gets on there and he, and he gets on his horse. He's walking around. There's people around. He's like, what do I do? What do I do? And I'm like, shoot him. And it's this. It was the the Mexican the Mexican guy with the sombrero, and he's riding a donkey. And Jack shoots it, and it jumps, and it does like a hee like bucking thing. And Jack's like, oh, <laughs> and like just a four year old kid who just it seen fucking his bucks first, the, like, it bucks the Mexican off the donkey when I shoot him, <laughs> and then and he, I'm losing it. I'm yeah, like, this might be the best game I've ever played. Yeah, in life. it was it was really like just something shiny that his eyes just lit up, and so he just kept shooting the Mexican character, and it would do like <laughs> like. Jump sort of thing and so, fall. So he tries to run from me. Yeah, he tries to run, which makes him laugh even harder. It was more entertaining to watch Jack than actually play this game. So I chase him. I chase him to like the end of the world to where there's like a river. He strategically obviously knew what he was doing because he takes me into a part of the map where the bears yeah, and the was, mountain lions you don't know about. Lines. I get up on this hill. I'm like, yeah, here I come, buddy. And I look, I'm like, Oh, what the hell is this? Tomorrow? Oh, God. And, just, I'm sorry. Uh, and then, of course, I can hear him down there like, ha, 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 gringo. And he rides off into the sunset. And I'm getting mauled. I'm like, Josh, Josh, this is, I'm not yeah. having as much fun as I was before. Exactly. That's why that game's amazing. And that was the last and time I, I actually There played was the no game, mission. I, I needed no mission to have that fun. <laughs> was that the last time you played it? I almost bought it, actually, after that Based experience. Because I asked him, I was like, are you guys going to keep playing? Because Peter, one of our friends, Pete, who played, they would play at night in multiplayer, and all I could hear is Pete like, <laughs> "I killed you guys. Hold my dynamite." He would yeah. just he would he just, just light dynamite, like light and dynamite he'd drop it, you. and he'd run away from all the guys talking <laughs> and just blow them up. And be like, <laughs> <laughs> and like they would spawn in the same area. He's you like, know? "I got so a he present." Just runs up to him, and he just keeps throwing this dynamite at these people. <laughs> he goes, "Josh, hold this." What? Yeah, he's turn around and be like on the floor. Yeah. So uh, getting us slightly back on track. <laughs> Um, I did Redemption's our game of the year. Yeah, yes. yeah. clearly. It's unanimous. Uh, I'm also, my last thing, my second console game is I'm on a second uh, Halo 4. When? So, really? Meh. So, uh, <laughs> what's, your, what's your one? Next, well, we'll go around. So, Jack, you. Oh, you the one Black, Black, Black Ops. Ops Black Ops, probably. Okay. <laughs> Who's counting? That's one for Black Ops? Dead. The Walking Dead. Walking Dead? Walking Dead. It's two for Walking Dead. Halo 4. Halo 4. Blops. Blops. It's tough because I feel like this is what I say. I feel like when I play Walking Dead, it will be my choice. But since I have <laughs> not played Walking choice. Dead, since I have not, I'm not gonna. I can't choose it. I'm just gonna throw away my vote with one of mine, which is Mark and the Ninja, <laughs> 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 which is a great game, and you should all download it. I. Uh, I this really is tough for break you. Break the stalemate. I, break the stalemate. I hate to I hate to say this. Um, so we right now have a tie between Walking Dead and Black Ops Two. And now we you have another time. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yes! The first trifecta! You don't just, have the budget to make I just three trophies. Say, nope. I just want to say. Don't have that kind do of we budget. have the budget to make one trophy? For me, nope. it nope. totally comes down to Walking Dead and Halo 4. And like I said, I think the story for Walking Dead, you know, nothing doesn't need to be said again. It's, it's amazing. Uh, for me, Halo 4 is amazing story. Uh, really fun, creative, social ideas that I haven't seen before in a game and really fun gameplay. And then the graphics are the best I've seen on the 360. So for Spartan me... Ops is fun too. For me, it's the... Yeah, does I mean the, the kind of social creative stuff there. So for me, it has... 
the complete package of what I would expect a console game to be. Or not just a console game. That's not exclusively it, but what I would expect a game to be. So for me, it's Halo 4. So that means we have a three-way tie, which... Fucking Kearney. Sort of. <laughs> uh, why didn't you play Walking Dead, Kearney? <laughs> why didn't you play any of the big I, multiplayer? You right didn't play Halo. Play it right now. I played you, didn't, Halo. you didn't play Black Ops 2. I've though. got Walking Dead on my phone. You didn't do Blops so 2, though. I didn't do Blops 2. Okay. After talking to you guys, I will not play can we? Can I say one thing? <laughs> Walking Dead was created by a small studio with a, a far less people than Black Ops and Halo. Now, that shouldn't take away from the fact that they're all great games. But I mean, we, we've clearly said this. But I think what what Telltale did, I mean, I've played a few Telltale games, and i got to say I wasn't super impressed, but Walking Dead was awesome. Yeah. So I don't know if that can maybe I think the only f- the only fair way to do it is eeny, meeny, miny, moe. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's what IGN coin, right? would do. I'm going to say. I think it's tough because it's different. With, you know, honestly, and honestly, got opinion on Let's this. Let's roll the D12. It's so tough because it's, <laughs> and I think most of the game studios, or most of the game mags and everybody else does it right when they do genres. Mm-hmm. I think it's very, very tough to pick one overall game. Right. Because I yeah, think every Spike, genre hits their niche. Spike Video Game Awards, Walking Dead 1. Yeah, game like of the, the overall year. One game of the year. I'd say if I had to do an informal survey of my memory of all the <laughs> awards that have been given out by blogs and magazines, I think Walking Dead is in the lead with the most Game of the Year wins, actually. So how about this? We've got a three-way tie. Why don't we do this? Fight. We, haven't, we haven't challenged ourselves Fight. to do something in a while. Why don't we challenge ourselves that each one of us is going to play all three Ugh. games? What if you don't have an Xbox? <laughs> We'll figure out. We'll figure out the logistics. How to do that? Maybe you can't I would over. give Walking Dead the try. What if you God hate damn Black it, I'm Ops? Not playing Halo. <laughs> What's that? What if you hate Black Ops? I hate Black Ops. I hate it. Too. I'll play it. You never play it. How long? How long does play it mean? I will hate it. Fifteen enough, minutes. Enough to legitimately get a feel for the game. No, you're gonna play zombies and or Black Ops. You're smarter than most of us, so it's probably only gonna take uh, you five I'll minutes. I don't even probably play the campaign. <laughs> I'm just gonna watch some videos. Campaign. I'd say we play campaign. It's a good campaign mode. Well, but that's the thing. But that, that that's what I bring up with all these games, except for Walking Dead. Is did you vote for Black Ops because of the campaign or because of the multiplayer? I voted for the overall. Okay. Like I voted actually. One of the things I didn't even bring up that I thought was interesting in this version was something for players like these two, which is combat uh, combat training. But the combat training is is in multiplayer. It's not just bots. <clears throat> it's other people who don't play. So you're actually playing against other people who aren't very good and just trying to learn. Anybody got and I thought, for that? I thought that was like because I had friends and you basically don't level up. <laughs> I guess I guess it was a, you don't you level up weapons and whatnot, but it, but none of it counts towards actual multiplayer. So the people there are just trying to learn, and 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 I, that in itself I thought was cool because we had some. I've of already my learned friends. that I'm really bad. Here's but you're can, playing against people who are on uh, your level, so it's a different experience. We've got an Xbox in the building. We can. Uh, we can bring Halo 4 and Black Ops, and we can all... We don't necessarily need to all play it, let's say, but we can all sit around. People who haven't played it can can drive. We can all sit around for a little while, check it out, and then we'll figure out how I to do Walking Halo Dead. Halo 2 and o- ODST. Can I just hmm. play that? Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> you say this? I'll play Walking Dead. I'll give Walking Dead a try. I mean, But I, I feel like now that I have this device sitting in front of me, I can just do it on my couch, I guess. Right? I think the first episode... Yeah. Of Walking Dead is free, so you could download it and play it. How about this? How about the people who haven't played Walking Dead play The Walking Dead, and then we'll just call that game of the year. (laughs) (laughs) I like that idea. (laughs) 
I'll uh, give no, Black Ops I, I'd like chance. to play the other game. And I will say that I... You like multiplayer games, though, so you I might like I do Black like Ops. multiplayer games, and I did like... I played Modern Warfare 1 and 2 online <clears throat> a bunch and enjoyed them. Um, I'm not as good at them as I am at Halo. Not that I'm great at Halo, but I will say that Modern Warfare 1 and 2, I really liked the campaign, and Black Ops 1, I did not... I couldn't get through the campaign. So that's why I didn't play Black Ops 2, and because you guys had said it was a little bit harder... Initially, before you start talking about combat train, you were like, uh, "Black Ops Two is actually pretty difficult. It's more for the pro player." No, I mean, there's obviously in any game, same as Halo. I mean, like, like these two, like, well, not Jay. Jay plays normal first, but like Josh goes right into the most hardcore setting yeah. of Halo right off the bat. I think I started Black Ops Two on the one slightly above medium. Okay. Um, no, the only thing that got me is they are really pushing, and they I think they started this with Modern Warfare Two, where they started pushing the sort of what they could get away with on age restriction. Mm. So as far as I'm it's it's extremely graphic. Okay. Uh, that, that, You're convincing that me. me more and more every that, that That in itself, like I said, stunned me. More than anything on the gameplay, that like right off in gameplay was like, like I think I told you guys, just uh, like no Soldier, spoilers. Like Soldier of Fortune Gold? Ooh, graphic? that was a really good one, dude. <laughs> no, it was just that, that machete. Like, I gave you the one clip real fast of, you know, no spoiler alert, but the, you know, the, the, the one part you put the machete level. right into the dude's head yeah. in, in screen, you get the blood splatters. I was like, uh, they're pushing. All right, I changed my vote. They're pushing. I vote for Black Ops 2. I guess <laughs> it was game of the year. <laughs> but no, uh, I, I the Walking Dead zombies like bleed on you. You have a lot shit. of power right. right now, Sean. Which one? Has I am curious, Sean, right, what you right. think of the single okay. player though, since so you haven't played him in a while. Here's here's what we'll do. Uh, next week we will officially name the winner, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, what we'll do is we'll uh, we'll all in some form experience watch um, the uh, all three. I'm games. gonna come over and we'll do Halo co-op. Yeah. Okay, I'll do that with one of you guys. I'll do Halo 4 co-op. You two can both play, and <clears throat> there's still, like, two levels or three levels that it didn't register me as completing. Oh, in so Josh is in? No, 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 in oh. just the actual <laughs> campaign. Next, okay. That's the campaign. So, we'll, uh, so next week we'll announce the official winner. Right now it is a three-way tie. Walking Dead from Telltale Games, uh, Halo 4 yeah, from Microsoft years, Studios, 343 Industries, and Black Ops 2 from Treyarch <laughs> at Activision. So... Um, Yes, that will be next week. We will pledge that uh, we will all experience all three in some form to make a more informed decision. In some way, shape, or form, one of them has to win. Uh, We've got an odd number of people, right? That makes sense. So uh, that is Game of the Year discussion. We'll uh, wrap it up officially next week. But uh, we're not going to stop there. That's one hour. Hell no. One hour nerdtastic. Hell no. We're not stopping there. (laughs) We don't stop it at all. We are not stopping. There's still a couple beers left. While that is a really good summary and a a way that we like to end the year, we're starting it with a new tradition, Jack. (laughs) We... As in we, me and Sean, the royal we, did a did a, decided <laughs> oh. to take a little venture for the show this year, <laughs> and go to the old CES convention in Vegas, which Works is the consumer. consumer Electronics Show. Uh, for people who don't know, this is the biggest convention uh, in the United States that I know of. It it broke a record this year. It had no, over one hundred fifty thousand attendees. That spanned a 1.92 million square foot showroom floor. Million. I, m- million. That's not miles. Thousand. It's the size miles. Of, I think that's the size of Josh's living room. 
Oh, did you his say living room is no joke? Did you say million? Million. I thought you just said square feet. feet. One point nine two. One point nine two. Way off. It's a TV. Yeah. That's all. It's Josh. That's like, like the size of LAX or some retirement. I like I had been, huge. and I was trying to explain. Sean had never been. And I was trying to explain how big this was, and and Sean this last year had went to Comic Con for the first time, which is pretty daunting. Comic Con's yeah, huge. It's all right. It's a huge show on the floor. <laughs> this is uh, Sean. How would you? Comic Con would fit inside this place five times, easily at least. Easily. I think we had talked about, like, it, it's probably over 10 miles of walking if you were really going to try to do it all. Did it feel, like, claustrophobic with the amount oh, of hell people? No. Like, was it spread out, or were there people Did you just feel like that? No. I didn't feel like we were, like, bumping into it people was at the and Vegas, so forth. It's at the Vegas Convention Center. It's at the Vegas Convention the Center. Halls. Vegas Convention Center has the Central Hall, the North Hall, the South Hall. The North and South Halls are double level. Yeah. And then it's, like, four... Sweet or not suites, four f- levels of the Venetian, and then like eight floors of the wind, completely rented oh, out. So yeah, it wasn't thing. even just a convention center. They had these other hotels booked that yeah, we it spills over into. We a unfortunately huge uh, didn't, didn't have time. Ta- yeah, we didn't have time to actually hit. We got there on uh, Thursday afternoon. We drove in and uh, we hit the floor about. F- God, what, three ish, four, three thirty ish, four. They have like gambling tables on the floor. Like, oh, you want to throw a little blackjack? (laughs) (laughs) That's on your way out of the hotel to the uh, (laughs) the cab line. Uh, And then, then, and uh, we hit it the first day. We had sort of a game plan of what we were going to hit, what booths we wanted to see to to bring you guys for the show and talk about and see if we can actually get some of those products on the show to talk about, which would be awesome. And uh, the first thing we saw when we walked in was uh, LG. LG had this. Insanely large screen that that went the length of the room we're in now easily on one side of the wall. Probably double this, actually. Sean, would you say? Yeah, easily well, one and a half times this. It's, it was probably <laughs> and they, what? And they had when you walked up, they had two baskets that was like take glasses and keep these glasses to leave, and they were just the normal anaglyph 3D glasses. Mm-hmm. Hold on to these through our entire booth. Now this TV anaglyph is the old school red and blue. Yes, uh, I'm sorry, not no, anaglyph. It wasn't anaglyph. Uh, it was polarized. The polar the, the the ones the real the D. ones you can get. Yeah, the yes. real D. Circular yes. polarization. Yes, and uh, oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the screen the screen covered the entrance into LG's massive booth they had there. It was some of the most mind blowing like stereo. It was <laughs> you could like three D experience. I think it was you like could have that four close. or five hundred flat panel TVs all butted up against each other on a wall that was all in OLED three D. It was amazing. Um, and then we walked into the place, and we saw the curved OLEDs, the wall-mounted 4K OLEDs, which looked freaking gorgeous. Um, gaming platforms. Actually, they had this really, really cool 21 to 9 fact format super-wide monitor, which looked Like awesome. a pewter monitor. Yeah. tried that like three years ago. It looks It looks it looks pretty, pretty uh, slick. Do you remember man. the carousel? The carousel. Yeah. 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 Sounds crazy. That was one of the but most amazing ads I think I've ever seen. It's a sick looking screen. It's pretty sick. They had the they had a they had an amazing display of the Simulview 3D experience. Mm. Yeah. Um That's cool. uh, Jason can probably go into the tech a lot better than I can. What was really neat with the booth though. I guess this is a technology that's been around for a bit, but they had a cool experience where the two people were playing. They had their glasses on. They were playing that that experience. But then they had a mirrored section behind them that you could stand in as an observer and look on each side and see how it was dividing what they were seeing. So the player racing the blue car, when they had their glasses on, only saw the blue car on screen and got a full TV experience with the blue car. 
red car person got the exact same thing on the same screen. But if you were looking as an outsider, you could see both on the TV as, as just so, a 3D experience. Um, what I player game. Yeah. What I want to yeah, ask you about super super cool. Did you get to, did you try them on? Did you get to experience? We it? didn't try. We just looked through the like I said the glass that you could see people playing, and we just stared at it for a while. So was each person getting a uh, so one TV set? Two different views covering the whole TV set. Was each one 3D, stereoscopic 3D? No. Right. It was 2D. So Sony came up with this idea. Yeah, they showed it for Modern Warfare 2. Yeah, and it's a fascinating idea. And the way it works is um, it's using active shutter technology, which basically, um, for lack of a really, really layman's terms, it puts like a black shutter over your eye at different intervals. So the way that 3D works, if you put on active shutter glasses, is... On the screen, it's alternating left, right, left, right, left, right, left, right, really, really fast. And then your glasses are electronically synced up to the TV, and they're blocking out the right eye when the left eye is being shown. And they're blocking out the left eye when the right eye is being shown. So you get that 3D effect, and it's not ruined because the right eye is not seeing the, the left eye image, right? So the way that they introduced this is they said, well, okay, that's alternating back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Well, what would happen if we were to actually flicker both at the same time? So now, Jack, you and I are standing next to each other, and it shows, you know, it's, it's going at 240 times a second or whatever the, the refresh rate is, right? Uh, probably hurts. about 240 hertz. So um, it's, it's saying that two, 240 times a second, it's alternating, right? But instead of going left, right, left, right, left, right, it's going to go player one, player two, player one, player two. So... I uh, when when your image when it flashes you know the image that you're supposed to see I'm getting two black flashes over my eyes and then vice versa when my image is up you get two black flashes over your eyes so it's a really interesting thing to me because they took a technology that was specifically designed uh, the technology was actually created for stereoscopic 3D viewing, and they actually kind of turned it on its head and said, hey, there's a whole new thing we can do with this. For gaming, which yeah. is, is very so cool. So that's going to really eliminate your ability to, to screen watch and cheat. That's really going to make that hard, that right? That is true. That's that bullshit. is true. <laughs> although, <laughs> although, don't you just, uh, clo- like, take off your glasses? Just start blinking so really fast. Like, like, that's the thing. You take the glasses off, you see everything. You just see two images just completely just laid up on top of each other. It looks like You shit. can still screen watch, though. And barf. Probably barf. You gotta blink your eyes really fast. What's fascinating to me is, and this is, I think, just the ingenuity of of just companies is, if you look at stereoscopic 3D, not to to geek out too much about it, that that flickery thing is a really, really undesirable technology. So you ask anybody who wants to go out and buy a 3D TV, and the trend is going that they want that lightweight plastic that you get in a real D screen in a movie theater that you can just you know put it on. Now you can't tilt your head super far left or right, but it's enough that to the point where you can actually like you know, just put them on, watch. It's comfortable. There's no flickering. There's no electronics. It's just this lightweight pair of glasses. Um, so what we were starting to see is a decline in the active shutter manufacturing technology, which Samsung is really, really big behind. Panasonic has kind of some vested interest in as well. And all of a sudden it's starting to decline, and more and more people were embracing the polarized, um, which is the LG big LG screen you saw. And then all of a sudden you know, they come back and they – they say, okay, well, hey, we can come up with a new use for this technology we invested so much money into. I think that's fascinating. So, like, a technology yeah. is this is an. They won't let it die, right? It's an over exaggeration well, yeah, to say it was so dying, money. but it was on, it was trending lower, and they can resurrect it by saying, hey, dude, I have those glasses on my TV, brother. If I, I can get some life out of those glasses, that, I'm gonna buy. They're so heavy. Like I, so I saw. Um, 
and Put I don't recommend balls the movie. Your ears. Well, I don't recommend the movie either, but I saw Harold and Kumar in 3D. <laughs> Which one? One or two? Oh, the Christmas the one, the newest one. one. Whatever the newest no, the one Christmas was. The Christmas one. in 3D. Maybe it's 3 is in 3D, and I saw it in theaters, and I saw it with the flicker. And the only reason I know that Should is because... the arc light? No, it was at um, the Grove. And the, the glasses were so heavy, and they're so front-heavy, they kept sliding down my nose. Oh, wow. But then when they'd slide down my nose, I'd do the normal, like, glasses push where you push on the bridge of your nose yeah. like a nerd. Which has a sensor. Which is exactly where the fucking sensor is. And so every time <laughs> the glasses awesome. would start to fall, I'd push them up. And as I pushed them up, I lost the 3D because the stupid sensor was at the place that you push your stupid heavy glasses But up. did you grasp right away that that's what was happening? Or did you no, think the fucking became, movie was fucking up? No, I became obsessed with why it was doing that and so the first 30 minutes of the movie I don't even know what happened because I was spending all my time like touching it not touching it taking off the glasses looking at the first 30 minutes of a gripping Harold and Kumar movie (laughs) was lost isn't 3D technology aren't they pushing for uh, glasses free now isn't there like new TVs every TV which is amazing we didn't really see there were a couple of them out there but you have to be in a very specific spot for that thing that's what I was kind of interested about is that all I've read for CES for the last couple years is these like glasses free sweet spots and this year i didn't really see anything it was all about 4k it. no it's right? amazing that's and yeah, i was gonna, I was gonna was tell dominating. you Jay, like they you would think that that's what would have been like the next push i i sean you did see one i didn't see a single glasses free 3d display because last year that's all it was was 3d 4k so 4k displays and curved curved oh, for curved. whatever reason oled screens okay oled by itself i two years ago you could have saw sony's little 15-inch one they had, which it's mind-blowing. The picture is beautiful. Why they feel they had to go curve, Sean, I mean, back, I, it, it, all it did to me is take up more room space is what I saw from it. I, I see no reason to have I just a don't get. I don't get 4K specifically because there's nothing that works on it yet. Nothing yet. Yeah. And, like, at this point, like, based on the size of most people's houses and how big these TVs are getting – like I'm so close to my 1080p. Wait, well, that's not TV. true. Sony's got their media stream thing that they'll give you for free if you buy a 4K TV that's got like five movies. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> true. I can get <laughs> really Spider-Man three. And like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they had they had that was the thing. They had you know you take you take everything you okay when you go to CS and you see anything on the TV, you take whatever's ever's playing yeah. with a grain of salt, yeah. and you can read that anywhere because I sure it's like game it's like a game. I'm going to show you my game. Is that in game? No, I just did some fancy pre-rendered. So I, everything you see, I, I took with a grain of salt. Now Sony though did play; they had a they had footage of uh, 4K footage that they shot of Carnival in Brazil, and there was a shot when me and China walked up where this woman was putting on makeup, and they got close. That that blew my mind. Nothing I had seen up to that point. I'm like, well, okay, well, sweet. It's just really really HD. That though was you insane. See like every her, I mean, little teeny pore in her. You hear face. that with HD, right? Like 1080. You're like, you see your yeah. pores. This took it to a level I had never seen up close like that yeah. ever. I mean, they have the con- they had the contrast and color. Oh god, it was like balanced crazy. perfectly, obviously. But it just pisses me off because every time a new HD technology comes out, Jurassic Park looks l- more worse <laughs> because they used right, of puppets and things like that. And so every time I go like, oh, now I have it in Blu-ray, and now I can. Tell that that really this will show every well, flaw of the, every actress. Disappointing. The, the crazy thing is, I, I just read an article like it's the only thing I watched. three or four months ago about the 8K <laughs> shit that they're working on. Like they're already <laughs> working on the, the 8K yeah, stuff, and the 4K <laughs> stuff's not even out. Yet. You don't have IMAX. Doesn't the red shoot soon. higher than 8K? Nah. 
The Epic shoots five. Okay. The Scarlet shoots. Uh, no, I don't think anything shoots eight right now. No. You but can they're, scan. they're working yeah. on. You can like scan stuff. Like tell yeah. scan companies film. are working on. Because that's yeah. The best you can do is scan it. Yeah. So we, that's it. it's crazy that only like it was only like five or I don't know maybe ten years ago, but five years ago that they started scanning film with yeah. 4K because that's how you could do digital color correction on film like that. That was only a few years right. ago, and now they're like, oh no, your fucking TV does it. You can watch The Simpsons on it. Oh, it's the, like, a, <laughs> the 8K format was approved. That's what it was. Yeah. Do you think? think yeah. 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 So and that was that was the highlight of CES, right? I, I, well, 4K. I mean, I mean I, as, far, the, as far as TVs went, the the new sweet spot for TVs that I saw because the first CES I went to was seven eight years ago. The big the big hoopla was the one Samsung 110 inch TV that was huge. <laughs> Every TV under that was the big ones were around 55 inches, something like that. Maybe. The sweet spot this year for big screen TVs was at the show. Sean, I don't back me up was was 84. There was tons of there 84s. Were a lot of 84s. 84 was a weird sweet spot for like big screens. There were a couple now 110s, like the 110 inch. 84 those seemed to be like where they wanted to be. That's twice a 55 inch TV. And not and only what's, that, it's lovely. I'm sorry. What's your problem yeah. with exactly. that? Exactly. Not yeah. only that, it was. Are you kidding? It. it was Samsung. This like, girl is beautiful <sighs> and intelligent. <laughs> 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 Gross. It was what Sam, else? You know, they had I'm them. not complaining. I'm just saying it's huge. It is huge, and they and they were even Thank bigger you. because they had them on Samsung's <laughs> easel, like a frame. which was very cool. Was that, was was really cool? huge. I thought I thought it was pretty neat. It looks like it's floating a bit. The thing is, though, it takes – so you know everybody bitched, and, and, and TVs, the idea was make them thinner. Make them so you can right. put them on the wall, take up no space. Yeah. Samsung, Samsung reg- in my opinion, regressed. As cool as this looks, when the well, easel's out – yes, When yeah. the easel's out – and this was a 110-inch TV. When the easel's out, I, I mean, <laughs> no shit. It takes – I'm looking at it. You're you guys put, can't see this. You're putting this in a 2 million uh, – you know, a 2,000 – square foot loft yeah, that dude. costs you $2 million. Because it comes out about four feet. Well, the I thing mean, is, too, when the easel's with, out. with that frame, it's but the, it's the all, frame easel is just bar. takes it up. The well, frame the, is a sound bar. The easel just mm, takes up space. Not big enough. The TV's probably only six inches wide. It's really thin. It's really thin. But, but the easel sticks out the back like at an you know an angle, like a fucking easel. It's yeah. like, what, a kickstand kind yes, of thing? Yes, it's like a kickstand. That's exactly what it's like. Gigantic Kickstand. Is that that's not what they're calling it though, right? Aren't they calling it floating? Yeah, it's a floating. Yeah, well, because it's a floating, floating TV. TV. You, you, it gives you can, it like, it gives you it can like spin it, and it <laughs> just spins. Finally, <laughs> they did have though. Right when we walked in, we, so me and Sean were looking at Samsung's booth. We're looking around like, oh, this is impressive. This is impressive. Holy shit! They Samsung had this, had this super cool setup. Holy shit! I, took I gotta get the video, video from Sean to put I up. I took some video. So they had like eight of their flat panel TVs. These must have been 65-inch 65-inch flat panels, yeah. Uh, on this big mechanical rig, and they were all playing the same sized image, but they would play the portion of the image that they would overlap with. If you imagine an image was, you know, 100 feet wide and, and 50 feet tall, all of these pictures, were, all these TVs were moving within this image. And they were all synced up on this platform that would like roll and then pivot. It was on each robotic other. arms. They would each TV up. was on this robotic They'd arm. They stack it up in depth, and then they would like fan out. So it's like and they're then just a window up. into a, an image it was behind a, yeah, them. Yeah, like mm. six well, it was TVs sta- with a window into a bigger yeah. picture. It was it was like it was like seven rows. Okay, I think seven rows with a robotic arm attached to that on the row. Right, they could move left and right, up and down. And that they would simultaneously just start going crazy back and forth and get get nutty with the TVs. I, I, we walked up and all of a sudden we were both like, 
Oh god! Think but see, I just you got excited there. about that, not the TVs, which brings me to my. No, the thing big actually, the one was. thing that I'm getting to is that the Samsung's TVs are starting to get really cool because mm. they have now oh, you cool. buy the TV, and they and the co- all of the this components awesome. on the back of the TV that have the plugs and the and the master board mm-hmm. that is modular now. So you you pluck that off. They're calling it evolution. It They're evolution. You buy series. a new one, and now you have the upgraded model of the plugs and huh. the board and the TV, <laughs> That's so weird. and, and oh. plug right into the same. Is the it, same TV ever screen. Be and, like, it's, and it's basically a processor. You're basically getting an upgraded processor. Is it, it going to get to the point where it's got more, like, customizability, where it's like, I, I don't want, like, I don't need component, I don't need anything, I need, I need six HDMI. For what, I mean, like, something like that where, like, can you order a board that has... <clears throat> Like no, the board separately. Whatever's on the TV, like um, like as far as connections, that's the same. Oh, What's okay. different is oh. is they're basically giving you a new computer. Oh, so they're saying the screen's amazing, but we're giving you the new OS and we're giving you a faster processor to run the stuff we're giving you on your OS. So your TV isn't necessarily opposite. You're like, my okay, I have a 75. It's amazing. I can't get anything bigger in my house. This is great. Fuck, I don't want to. I don't want to have to buy the new TV to get the cool new like experience from Samsung. Yeah, I can get. I, I can buy this evolution that. pack, that and I mean, and that's what. Pack. Like I, that makes sense to me to a degree, except for the fact that I've never, and maybe I'm an edge case. I've never wanted anything out of my TV's OS. No, that's why we're like, different. Fifty that's boxes. Where, so my, I, I have a new. I have an, I have one of the newer Samsung 65 inch TVs, and I it has a it has a feature currently called Smart Hub. So Smart Hub, currently, which I which I use it for. It has Netflix, it has Pandora, it has all the crap, but it also now lets me install the Plex app, mm-hmm. which a lot of us here yeah. use Plex. Uh, and the Plex app <laughs> on that, the Plex app on the TVs, to, to me, is amazing. Um, the only option it doesn't give, I can't, I can't get access to Adam's, uh, Adam's crazy. Uh, as soon network. as you can what, order what, what, pizza from your TV, um, that's where. Because I have a Samsung TV, Plex, and I want to know about Plex is a, like a, a home media. Does it have to be from your TV? Yes, like just the TV. I don't want to get up. We'll I want no, my no, no, TV to Jay, we'll spit out. I'm it's saying amazing. you you have a browser <laughs> now on the Xbox like, 360. It's good. Yeah, I don't want to go yeah, into a, a browser. It's it's I literally want to be like, hey TV, really? I yes. want this pizza from this place, and okay. it puts in the but I, I They showed big, off though. Well, go ahead. Go ahead well, I was just gonna say my big thing that kind of frustrates me about CES, especially this year, I'm gonna is stop my programming. Well, I just feel like that we had, you know. Like really, the TVs look that need to look nicer. I feel like we're focusing on the wrong things. I feel like if you had a person who had been watching movies throughout like the seventies and eighties, and then they were cryogenically frozen, and then they awoke in the twenty tens, and you said you're going to go to this electronic show, they're like, oh sweet, there's going to be hover cars, <laughs> there's going to be robot maids, and then they walk in and they're like, oh, we got big screen TVs. They'll be like, yeah, we had that shit in the 80s. Well, no, they look really good. Well, yeah, I mean like the TV at my house looks really good, but these look better than the one that looks really, really good. I think you would have been blown away though. I want a fucking robot made. Give me a robot or give me <laughs> I, a dead. I, You're I, in the wrong honestly, country. <laughs> honestly, Our one I, listener from Japan. Yo, speaking of yeah. robots. That's yeah. a, you know the way you put it though, dude. That's that's actually awesome how you put it because it really made me think about things. Honestly, Sean, when you walked in, think about what he said. Had you been woken from the '80s and walked into some of the shit we saw, I wouldn't have <coughs> been surprised by much of it. No, you you wouldn't have, or you would have. I I don't. Well, I don't know because there's a point Sony's to that. Like booth we went there. Blown me Sony's away. booth was pretty amazing, but it was just a bunch of projectors lined up, right? 
So like there are but things. But I'm from the '80s. I know no better. I well, would have been impressed. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's just I like think, I, I feel think like if you were from the '80s, you would have been impressed with like here is a camera that shoots better than HD, and it's this that fucking big. big, and it goes directly to your data plan. I, like boom. Yeah, I, my true. big my big flaw or like my big problem with it right now is there's at Disneyland there's the like House of the Future in Tomorrowland, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. right? And like I I've gone to it recently and. It's not the future. It's really just like my apartment. You know what I mean? Like, what does it have that I don't already have? The best they can come up with is a fucking Surface table, a Microsoft Surface table. I'm like, I'll do you one better. I have two Surfaces at my house. They're called iPads. And then I also, every telephone that me and my wife has is a little mini Surface, too. It's like it's already better. Yeah. So I keep going, where are the robots? Where are the hoverboards? <laughs> they, sure. did have a, they did have a, a robot. Um, they, d- they had that, um, what the hell is it called? The drone. Asimo? They had the drone, awesome. right? But the drone was the drone was programmed with some AI, so it would actually fly to targets and land on them. No, and it would fly to things and drop like payload and stuff yeah. like that. And it was yeah, all those little drones. Cool. So was it the one was that really came cool. with the super edition of Black Ops Two? Uh, it was similar. To that. <laughs> I'm gonna rub that in. How was that, by the, the way, Jack? I didn't get that. Oh, I wanted it. Sad day. One other really cool. Th- I, dude, there was honestly there was a ton of cool things we saw, but one I want to touch on because I, I really or two things I want to touch on because I want to get both of them on the show. Uh, one, we had a, an awesome experience with the people from uh, Cooler Master. Um, Thank you, Rajiv. Yeah, uh, Rajiv Kotari, one of their uh, marketing people over there, handles their game devices, uh, went to their party, which was awesome, and then also got a tour of uh, their new products they're coming out with, some amazing mechanical keyboards. We like a lot I, of video of that. Some so hidden, go up. hidden USB stick pens. Yes, which one That's of the gifts awesome. they gave us. They gave us this James Bond pen with their media kit, which is damn amazing. <laughs> Uh, but they, the, the mechanical keyboard thing blew me away. Like I had no – think back to like uh, the, uh, the IBM, IBM, the loud typing keyboards. I guess there's this craze to get those back and their functionality. But there's, there's a color scale for like ease of use and which ones are good, like green, blue, red, and like the well, greens. It was, really it was like how much <laughs> resistance in the, in the mechanical switch there was <laughs> in it. So like you could get a really, really hard switch, but it's like it harkens way back to like – the begin, the, the actually, for programmers, this might be pretty. Uh, like, I, I can imagine really a lot of programmers. programmers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, they they feel really great. We'll try to get them on the show to talk about those because I thought that was pretty neat. Uh, we had we talked to another one of their guys, Baron Lee, who showed off a bunch of their peripherals for like really good lap- iPad, laptop platforms, stands, stuff for all kinds of different um, uses. And I mean, one thing we were talking about is everyone. Everyone at DreamWorks has at least three devices going on at the same time, including, you know, not including their 24-inch monitors and all the other shit that they need to do just to do their job. So and everyone's got their own little stand and a little thing for that thing. And, and specifically, like, for you two guys who are obviously yeah. devving on iPhones and iPads yeah. and whatnot, like, there was just tons of cool ways to view that and, like, just made it easier, I would think, yeah. to do a lot of that a bit stuff. more ergonomic. And be, to be able to just be like, I'm using it. Oh, now you want to use it. Flip, and there it is. That's it's pointing. Cool. There was a whole iLounge, right, which was all i. Things I read. Oh, God. Half the convention about everything. There were so many things just, for that. But Apple wasn't I, there, which no, is funny. They no, never go. They, they never, never go. go. Yeah. Actually, uh, the uh, Microsoft wasn't there. It was one of the mm. first years they've yeah. now checked out to do wow. their own keynotes, like Apple, uh, Dell. Like some of the bigger computer manufacturers don't go now. Don't go. Is what I was told. Um, yeah, all the all the iPad accessory stuff was just insane. There, was insane. Miles and miles of people. Guess that thing's here to stay. That's a that's a huge that's a Who huge market thought, for them. Thank God, because I have to pay rent every <laughs> month, <laughs> and if the iPad goes away. But the other thing that was I really cool, Jack will hit on this. This we, was we started talking to this lady, and we were just like, 
all right it's kind of selling us on this stuff yeah we had we had an idea of something we wanted to see we we because we were limited time we knew we were like we knew valve had a booth and then i had mentioned that there's this other computer company that potentially was doing the steam box which is the <coughs> rumored slash not now rumored uh <laughs> valve's console that they want to bring to the tv the piston which the company who's who's <coughs> developing this box for them is called xi3 um and they're developing the name of the box as of right now. It's called Piston to work on uh, Valve's platform, which currently is Big Picture, um, which is uh, basically a Steam on your TV is the idea behind it. You can I thought Big it. Picture was something different. It wasn't the Steam box. It, that was a complete that Big Picture is software. So in Steam right now, you can go into Big Picture yeah. mode. And theoretically, if you can plug your computer, any computer, into your yeah, TV, your TV you, you can do that. This computer is supposed to utilize yeah. that. Okay, it's supposed uh, to utilize. Is, is the idea behind that. And uh, they, were, they were very hush-hush. We talked with Aubrey, Aubrey Robinson, who was, uh, who was amazing. She's one of their marketing people, and uh, she gave us a great spiel. The, the, there was a couple things. I knew about this company before because I had saw their Kickstarter campaign um, mm. for this computer they had. Now, the computer is basically the size of a baseball, but what was awesome is this is a PC, a, a very, yeah, squared, squared, not baseball, I say a squared softball. softball. Rubik's softball. Cube. Rubik's Cube. Rubik's Cube. Slightly bigger than the Rubik's yeah, it's bigger than the Rubik's Cube, slightly, though. About the size of my phone? Squared. 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 Uh, it's a cube. It's a rectangle, Sean. It's the cube. <laughs> I didn't know. This is definitely a trapezoid. <laughs> the cake is a lot. Yeah, dumbass. Your octagon won't work. <laughs> um she, uh, what's what's amazing about this, and what I thought on the Kickstarter was cool, there was a couple things. One, when I first saw it, was the computer being as small as it was, they had designed mounts for the back of your monitors. <laughs> so if you had a monitor, yeah. you could legitimately mount this computer behind it, and you would never know you have this full board computer. It's just right. you just see a monitor. I'm like, oh, okay, that's kind of that's kind of awesome. I like it. The other cool parts were, it's a modular mini PC. So the way they're <laughs> they're marketing this is that. The I.O. ports, the processor ports, uh, and I think the memory are all cards that go in this cube that you can remove and replace to upgrade. They basically want to get their ideal thing, I think, is about 10-year lifespan out of this. With that said, they also have a business model of reselling your pieces back as you upgrade so that That's they cool. can recycle them, which I think is awesome Super on cool. so many levels. Super awesome. What was this thing called again? Sorry? XI3. XI3? No, no. <clears throat> Was the name of the the company? Piston. What was the name of the piston? Was the yeah? That's that. That's, that's their going to be their them. valve partnership with them. What's even past that is thinking to my head right now. The computer I have at home on an i seven chip, I have a thousand watt power supply. Thousand watt, Sean. What mm-hmm. what's the wattage on these? This the so this is what's going to blow everyone's mind is this thing, which is a full desktop. You can get i five i sevens in these. It runs at ten watts. You can think of ten. something that you What's use every day that uses at ten watts. I will tell you that it's no useful than your watch on your hand. Um, you can't even run a CFL light bulb on ten watts. Uh, now these start at four ninety nine. And the uh, the the one that's crazy got, expensive. The one Very that's expensive. got like the the oh, bigger yeah. processor is forty watts. Twenty. Is it twenty? Twenty watts. Okay. I thought At least that's what Aubrey told us. But four ninety nine, it's an, it four hundred ninety nine dollars. Four hundred ninety nine dollars, yeah, not that expensive. But no. outside of the box, can I plug this right into my machine? If you, and start the four ninety nine version, yeah, you could instantly go, and it comes with a the, for four ninety nine. You get the smallest right now. The box is so small that that box will only hold an SSD. Obviously, yeah. The smallest one gives you 
the 499 version gives you just a 16 gig SSD because it's designed at that point pretty much you're just going to hook it up to a TV or you're just using it on, on a computer in the back of your computer. stream or you're just going to yeah. use it you know surf the web you're not really there to and that's that would be the only downside now the way they <coughs> remedy that is they have many these mini boxes that are basically designed to be storage devices that stack with they this stack, yeah. perfectly and they're they're as and are just small, as small as they could possibly be around that two and a half inch, three and a half inch form factor. Um, and they're all eSATA, so you can just plug them up, 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 and, and like the the way it, the shape <coughs> of it is is it's crazy. It's got this cube, but if you think it's like curved in, like on each 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 end. So the next thing that goes underneath it has like a bubble top. So it literally just slides in, just like you know, almost like a Tetris piece. I mean, the next like step is top. you take these computers and they have ports on the side that plug together, and you literally make an entire like larger version of the of the central processing unit in the Terminator and you just plug them all together and now you have parallel. <laughs> well they had a server. <laughs> they have a server solution with those centers, which is, yeah. is amazing. So they had, they had a had cabinet a that had like five of them plugged into one drawer and it was like it took up the front like three inches of the drawer. So if you had a full like twelve foot cabinet, you, you could fill it with like sixty four of these things. This what got me it, it's a it's a beautiful one, it's a beautiful machine on what it is is a standalone machine. One. And they've got branding They're on them. Branding, you can, you can customizable, whatever yeah. else. But from a to, to 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 go back into the Steam world, it that's the kind of looking at it would be the kind of thing I wouldn't mind having out there. The same way I felt about like my slim Xbox, the black one. I'm like, ah, that's pretty sexy. I don't that does, doesn't really look like a piece of shit sitting under my TV or whatever else. That's how I felt about this. And past yeah. that, if they do it right, I'm sure they'll come up with a mount for that too. Mm. So if you you know you wanted to mount it behind your TV, if your TV's not pushed all the way to the wall or whatever else, there's probably going to be some kind of mount for that. We'll try to get him on. I I've talked to Aubrey. We're going to try to get him on the show to talk a little bit more about this. But I, I definitely recommend everybody listening to the show and the guys here on the show. Xi3, check out just just check out just the, the their main computer that they sell right now. The fact that it's modular and that they buy back everything that you get from them when you upgrade is just an awesome business model. And the fact it's only a couple watts of power, yeah, is just that's nuts. Insane. They said it's ninety percent. <clears throat> you're saving ninety percent of power. The mm-hmm. the X7A has uh, it's X86 3.2 gigahertz quad core pro- X86 processor. Uh, Radeon 7000 series GPU, terabyte of SSD storage, 40 watts of power usage, 12 I/O ports. That's ridiculous. 12 I/O ports. Literally on the back, we're looking at this. It's it's got ports for days. And you the got thing HDMI, that's awesome is USBs, everything. The ports are just boards. And like, hey, yeah. we got you know USB so eight. So, okay. I'm so here's the question, right? Why? Is this possible? Why are there still computers being sold for more expensive that use a thousand watts of power in these big old fucking cases? Why? Why is that happening? That's a good point. We should have them on the show to talk about that. <laughs> 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 they were just—I I give them props because you know you go to these huge conventions and it's obviously pe- there's a lot of people in suits coming up and trying to talk them up and and uh, she really took the time to sit and uh, explain to us and you know and even debunk some of the rumors on the the Steam Box and and saying. There was rumors out there about them being partnership and then not being done, and and she sort of debunked that. And uh, it is it is it seems to be being made by them, and it's going to happen, uh, which is awesome. Um, and and they were just really cool. I yeah. mean, in general, they are very us. cool. I mean, just they had pretty much their VP and their president and all those people in the booth the whole time, and they were partying together. They were just really cool people to hang around. We had missed out. They had actually given a two hundred. Two hundred. They gave two hundred dollars off the off. day before yes. uh. on the four hundred four ninety nine version. That she said they had moved some ridi- like seven thousand. Like they had sold some ridiculous amount. Grand, because yeah. if you did nothing else, 
and just use it as a media PC on your yeah. TV, That'd be golden. it would be gold. Yeah. Seriously. Because it gives yeah. you everything I'd that like one. the iTV yeah. doesn't at that same yeah. size, pretty yeah. much. You know what yeah. I mean? At the same size. Because you can install iTunes on a PC, so you'd have the same thing. Most every normal mom-and-pop consumer in, in America would easily get away with using this computer as their desktop, just replacing mm-hmm. it and be like, all right, send emails and look at a couple pictures and maybe some oh, people go into Photoshop and like make their face look better. And I mean, <laughs> it could do these things and it's super cheap. With taking up no space. I, I think yeah. that's the thing. And in I think that, I mean, that's, that's the cheap is it's cheap on space. It's cheap yeah. on power usage. Uh, it's cheap and we can argue, obviously, like yeah. there's the iMac that takes up no space and that, it, and yeah. that's what this sort of like got me thinking about. It's, but it's modular. The iMac, you buy the iMac, yeah. you're fucking locked into that box. You're not really opening it up to upgrade it. You, you know, when you're done with the iMac, you, s- you sell it to somebody who doesn't know any better, and you move on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this, this, though, it's nice to know. It's like, well, hey, I want a new processor. I'm going to sell just – I'm going to keep the I.O. ports. I'm just going to sell this little board, which is probably like a – like four inch by four inch. And they send you a new like a new i7, and you slip in, and now you have a new computer without having. Well, that's the really motherboard. The motherboard doesn't swap out, but the I/O boards. Oh, the do. I/O boards. Yeah, yeah. Does. That's pretty yeah. neat, though. Yeah, it was really really impressive. So that, I think that we, was some of the cooler stuff. Yeah. So if we get her on, we'll we'll just grill her about all of this stuff that it, that it supports right now and everything. We'll, we'll yell at her and point our fingers. Exactly. I mean, are you guys? Why doesn't it have this? I, I was gonna say. I was gonna say. Are you guys excited about uh, the possibility of the Steam Box? But I can guarantee somebody like Kearney over there who owns it sounds like everything on Steam. Would you be excited to play on your TV in your living room? Most day and of those day. Games? That's why I play. Okay. Yeah. That's the that's the thing that stops me from playing Steam games is I grew up with Macs my entire life. My parents had Macs, um, so you never got to play games. I never played games on a computer, <laughs> so I never associated. I wanted to. Mm-hmm. I growing up, I wanted nothing more than to play games, but my Performa 630 couldn't <laughs> fucking run it. And so by the time I got a PC when I was in college, I I had already moved on full console. And then now I, it's the same thing. And so I think my my big thing that's preventing me is I just don't view – I kind of like Josh. I don't want to play in my office. I don't want to play on my laptop on my couch. Like that's weird to me. And so if you said, no, it's a console, you play it on your TV in a heartbeat. So I'm day and date for Steambox. Yeah. Because that's be the thing. You're going to have everything you bought. Yeah. Which is yeah. What about Ouya? Day and date? No. <laughs> and this is why I'll say uh, what I like about Steam is uh, Steam also has tried and true quality on their store. Like the indie games they have, the stuff they release, and maybe that, you know, it seems like that wouldn't change even with big picture mode. But, yeah, just that they have such a good – every time I go into that storefront – I would say of all the stores that you can buy games, including Best Buy and GameStop, but also the App Store, the the whatever, the Xbox Live Store, I every time I go into Steam, I feel like they get it the most. There's great sales. There's great games. There's such a good mix from indie to AAA, from fucking huge well, they've $50 given games life, to $6 the thing I realized, games. They've given life to games that have not sold <clears throat> In year, uh, dude, I bought Age of the Fucking Empires yeah. three over the holiday. Who just got money from me? Like, <laughs> I, why? I would back in the day, you never would have went back to buy. But they found this market to say, well, how about this? We're not going to sell it what you were selling it for, but we're still going to get you money out of this. Yeah. If Who, we just market whoever down, is impressed. whoever is in charge of running Steam's like homepage when you go to Steam is a freaking genius. Oh yeah, everything that you would ever want to look sale. at is right there, and you're like, yeah. oh shit, I'll buy that, and then these other things. And do you like it, Jay? I never really talked to you about that. Do you, well, do you have a so, Steam account? Yeah, and I have Half Life Two, 
I believe Half Life Two. <laughs> Nobody just has Half Life Two. You always buy the no, the, I the, think the platinum the edition box, or whatever well, I have that has. When everything. the orange box came out, uh, somebody at, at DreamWorks oh gave you the free gifted there it is yeah. it to me. Uh, they gifted it on Babbel and I jumped on it, which is a fascinating idea that you can gift games. By the way, yeah. Um, so much like you, I for whatever reason just never played games on a. Sorry, let me take that back. I played point-and-click adventure games in the LucasArts era on a yeah. computer. But when I really started getting into games, it wasn't on, on a computer. And I actually had PCs my whole life. Um, it's funny. My whole approach to games solely depends on the input device. And so a mouse and a keyboard is not an input device for me, for a game. I just, for whatever reason, I just don't click with it. It just, I, n- I didn't grow up with it. It just, so it's, for me, it feels <laughs> You don't click with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. I didn't, uh, you know, I didn't grow up with it. I'm not used to it. So for me, um, I want something that just, I don't know, I don't have a better way of saying this other than it just feels right. Like a game, a Your well-made, a well-made mobile game uh, feels right. Like it, it feels like it works with the device it's made for. Uh, it just feels right. And the same thing for me for, uh, you know, like a first-person shooter. I want those dual thumbsticks, and I want that really ergo-friendly, lightweight feeling of that thing in my hands that's like, you know, maybe, what, six, seven inches across as opposed to, like, this double, like, clawed approach. And that's, that's hilarious because I have so many friends who play first-person shooters on, on PC, and they're like, no, you can't play it with a control. You have to have the mouse. You have to have Well, this, this man right here has the Zim. He's got an Xbox with a mouse and a keyboard. Get yeah, the <laughs> fuck out I don't here. fuck around. No, dude. I have it too. <laughs> hey, dude, hey, it's Josh awesome. has it too. Now, the way – I only use, crazy, I use though, it half and half. It's now, awesome we can have a whole talk about the Zim. Set it up and untangle all We can talk about the Zim because the way Zim takes input devices. Now, Josh, explain to them, though. So I do use a mouse and keyboard. Before you move on. So the Steam Box, you were asking me. <laughs> Come back to that. Steam Box, I think it's going to be interesting. <clears throat> Everything I'm, I'm hearing about it, all the rumors, it seems like it's going to be a media center PC, which I'm not interested in. If it's a console, if it's something that, hey, the operating system, the UI, everything is designed differently so it doesn't feel like – let me launch Windows. Because right now, I have a Mac Mini. That's my media center PC. Mm-hmm. And I have a mouse and a keyboard. And it's the clunkiest thing for the living room. I would – like, I have – thanks to Adam. He talked me into getting the Netflix and Hulu through the Plex on the Mac Mini. And I would time and time again rather go through the Xbox just because the interface I can use a remote or I can use the controller. I can use something that just feels better to me. And – so for the Steambox, it, it, am I interested in Steam? Isn't that Steam? the idea with Steambox? Like Big Picture have you, have you, is designed yeah, to use controllers? Picture? I haven't. It's designed to use controllers. It is. So I is think it, like, is an that X, thing? like an like, Xbox but controller I mean, like you if, can buy for the PC. What, what, like right now, insane. if I'm going to go yeah. to Target and the Steambox is like, hey, here's this thing. Plug in your mouse and your keyboard. I'm out. If it's, hey, here's the Steambox and it comes with a controller that's ergonomically designed and everything, I might be enticed to and check it Jason's out. And Jason's making a good point about if if I turn on the Steambox and, and I get this, I'd still probably buy it because I I don't have a media center PC, so I'm like, oh, whatever. I guess yeah. I could use one too. But also, if you turn the thing on and it loads Windows, and then you go and double click Steam, and then you launch into Steam, and now you're in big picture mode, that's one thing. Where if I turn the thing on and it launches me into Steam, and that's what it does, it plays Steam, and it that's plays how it I well gathered that's what that I, was going to do. I hope that's what they're going to. do. I mean, I'm that's what for. I assume. But once again, we're assuming, right? Right. I, I, well, that's I would the Steam box as opposed to what that. The, the piston or the cube, whatever they're going to call it. 
is going to be. That's going to be, I think, a completely separate And that's thing. what I think it is. It hinges on their OS a little bit. But I think a big part is there is this – that's almost the Mac mentality in a way, whereas the <clears> PC <throat> mentality is like, well, I mean, the thing can run Windows. So why not give people the ability to run I, Windows? I, no, don't get me wrong. You know? I, I've always liked the idea of both. If, if, it's, if it's on there and you're running it, even if, you, even if it launched right into Steam Box or, yeah. or Big Steam Picture, yeah. it should be I would lo- but I know it's running on Windows. Don't get me wrong. I would maybe be a little pissed if I knew. Hold up. You mean I can't? You can't. I can't access it. Now, don't get me wrong. If it, if it was just that, I'd be like, well, whatever. That's what I bought it for. I bought it for 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 you know this experience. That's what I want on it. But I think it would. Maybe they don't need to tell me yeah. what it's running on. I don't want to know what it's running on. You know, it's so funny. It comes down to me to like the computer is only one thing for me, and that's productivity. So, like, I don't use yeah. my computer really for anything. I don't listen to music on my computer. The only thing I use my computer for is if I'm trying to accomplish something. Hey, we record a podcast on it or I'm going to code on it or I something like that. a lot that. of shit on it. I don't that, – I just – that's not porn. what a computer yeah. – But I do a lot no. of stuff on <laughs> But you do a lot of different types of porn. But all entertainment <laughs> – On dual screens. <laughs> like, all entertainment, like, if I'm going to watch something, if I'm going to play something, like, that's the living room for yeah. me. Like, so I won't like, do that on my I, computer. It's just is so that, funny. Is that that's, a weird – It's I mean, my separation in my brain, I guess. Is that – and that's a good question. Is that, like, a generational gap? I, I, I mean, we're not too far off in age, but it's – it's, I, I – yeah, it's so weird for me. It was so weird for me to transfer over into console gaming because I, I had started gaming, like, in uh, 90, 97, 98, like, on PCs, and, and – to go to consoles after playing like that for so long, it was the opposite for me. It's like, how, okay, how do I? There's no way in hell people can like even it get their thumbs. It felt yeah. cheap, like you were missing something. Well, well it was also different. If you back ask then. somebody, it's yeah. like if you uh, let's let's go to 3D software for the guys in the room who use 3D software. It'd be like if I asked you to model something with and go into vert mode, which is uh, for polygons, individual points, and with an Xbox controller. I need you to manipulate those and do. <laughs> you're laughing, but this is a good point. To me, this is a good point. So manipulate those with the Xbox controller, or here I'm going to hand you this mouse. Can you do it real fast? That to me is how first-person shooters still feel to this day when I pick up and actually play on a uh, on a controller. But there's also, I think, there like we take for granted that now it's a precision. I, to me, it's well, a precision. There's, and there's also like in the late '90s and even up until pretty much this console generation, games looked far better on a PC. Yeah. Performed far better on a PC. Like we're really just right now at the point where you know a Call of Duty game looks exactly the same on the computer right. that it does, and it's just a difference of input. I mean, down to the fact that there are a lot of games that look exactly the same on my phone as they do on my console. As you they're Walking computer. Dead, I mean, right? As that's Walking a good Dead, example. It works on and then three. that's all that matters. But I remember back when I would play a you know a Genesis game or a, even a PlayStation game, and it would be also be on the computer, and it would go like, God, I wish I could play this on the computer, like. You know, Doom on Super Nintendo sucked. Like, it was awful because they couldn't run it. And now we're finally at a point where it really is just like, and hey, pick your poison. Like, what? where are you more comfortable playing games, you know? But, but, you know, for that reason, though, is I think why the Steambox, I'm kind of excited to use everything. Like, I don't want them to tell me I'm locked into whatever controller. Like, if they say the Xbox-style controller is what we're going with, that's what you have to use, I'm like... Well, okay. Then why wouldn't you just play Steam on your computer? Then? That's that's it. Then I then I'm into the office, right? Which is what they want to. My everything I've read, they want to get you away from that. Exactly. Yeah. Steambox is want for you. the console user. You know, it's not for the PC user. Sure, but I like the idea of per, the peripheral, like open space, which is what I was getting at with the Zim. I was going to tell you guys is here's a device that's designed to use any peripheral on your console. So is now you're not USB? just like it, it is a USB. 
any basically any peripheral you have. If I want to use a flight stick <laughs> as my motion controller, you can. Jo- I mean, Josh and Sean are the perfect examples of the, what they like. Josh, you, I want how, all the things. How you? No, no. How you guys actually play with? I, yeah. On, on the when Xbox. I when I use the Zim, I have the controller plugged in, so I use that to run around for some of the buttons as well. I have that, and then I have the the mouse there for my looking around to aim down sights and to shoot for the most part. I mean, especially with uh, Call of Duty, when some of the care packages care packages that you get, you know, driving around with like a little the RC car and stuff like that, doing your mouse going like this, it sucks. It's horrible. It does not work. So I just drop that and I'm just yeah, and, and I play it normal, and then boom, it blows up. Grab my thing. You know, Sean, Sean takes it the next step. He actually uses I have a, a PlayStation, PlayStation Move controller yeah. that he uses for movement. Do you think that maybe that's why you hate the game so much? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm basically, and I'm doing the same thing for him, except I'm using an <laughs> Xbox controller and he's using the Move. I mean, we're using it for now, the use, whole movement. Yeah, I use a small Logitech G13, like the mini keypad. I use as my as my keyboard, and then I use yeah. a, a Razer Mamba. So Jack's like okay, literally the, playing the, the keyboard one, set. Like here's the one thing I will say about consoles that just sucks is when you have to go enter a password or your email address or something, and you have to go like over, over, over a, over down, down. Well, down, that's down, for down, the people down, that right? don't have the little keyboard well, thing. No, and I no, have no, that, so, so I just sit there <laughs> and like when someone man, sends me a message, uh, I'm just going uh, like, yeah. "You suck, uh, you son of a bitch." Man, why can't we do on, that with our phones? And, yeah. Caps are on. Dang it! Let me back up. What's even What's even worse than that is the Samsung Smart Hub. Come the Samsung yeah. TVs come with a, a controller that has a full QWERTY keyboard that on it. Shit has and never that, worked. And yet ever. the Google YouTube app for it does not take keyboard input. You have to go through their or stupid. Does it, it doesn't take keyboard input. That's so horrible. Fun. I just think it's. A, I think it's a cool device for that reason. I think if if Steambox comes with a default just controller, like the majority of the people they think they're is going to use it. Like I said, the one they have now, if you use Big Picture, Jason, I think you can use the Microsoft. Uh, Xbox controller they sell for PCs or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I think I think that works fine with it. Uh, it's my understanding because it's geared towards a, a controller. I'm guessing it'll probably. But use so any. here's but but here's a question though. I mean, have I just so an Im- I got it's an the input device is all it right. But this is to. the problem. I got the Microsoft, uh, you know, the controller, the USB dongle for the um, PC, and I you know you put it in and you try and play like a game that's not built for it like that's part of the core problem here is like so is this a pc that's pc games and then you can plug any device into it because half of the games aren't going to work with a controller or is it hey everything that's going to be out there is going to be regulated in a way that there's controller input and mouse keyboard input like there's just so (laughs) many unknowns that i'm not like i'm not sean i will definitely not buy it until i know a lot more about it from what i understand though from what i read about the big picture thing is like certain games do have built-in controller support yeah. and they're made like the developers add in the controller support so right. I don't know if that's going to be like a prerequisite for right. for Steambox to get your game on there I imagine it will be gotcha because well, that's what it's meant for it's meant yeah, for the exactly. well, let's, let's do this right when are we going to see the Steampunk Steambox <laughs> mm. <laughs> well, six months after I'm curious real fact, uh, around the room who would get it if it came out tomorrow I own like a who would get it tomorrow? I own a Steambox. Wii U. It's called the Steam. I know so you're. obviously, I buy everything. <laughs> so so Kearney, Kearney's in. Do you have an iPad so Mini? True. Not yet, but I'm waiting until they go Retina. And then, of course, I'm buying my third iPad when I live in a family of two. <laughs> We're thinking about adopting a kid so we can justify <laughs> the amount of electronics that I purchase. Just make it your front door lock. And did you yeah. hear that Apple's going to do like two versions a year? 
I don't even want to talk. We we're can't, can't talk. We're I'm not getting into that now, but just put me on the cover gonna, of that I'm magazine. I'm just going to go ahead and plant that little seed <laughs> in your head. So, Ugh. so Kearney's in. Yes, Carter's out. Uh, right away. If it, if it came out tomorrow, it came out tomorrow. I would not buy it tomorrow. Okay, if that's what you're asking. Yeah. Okay. I love Steam. I'm in. I have to save up some money, I think. <laughs> so move some, you know, do the books and move something. I'm not around. quite liquid. Liquid. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not that this. liquid yet. I gotta sell my Cooler Master's <laughs> pen. That gave me. I would oh. probably buy it sometime within the year. Okay. You yeah. know what I own? This is what proves it even more than the Wii U. You know what I own that is sitting underneath my TV, Neo not plugged Geo. in. 3DS. Well, I do own that. Um, <laughs> Ooh, I yeah. own on live the on live really? TV box. Really? Not even joking. I'm not even joking. Have you used you it? never told me that. I I have used it, and I... How is it? It's... Oh, God, it's so close to being good. It The delay is just enough that uh, on any shitty. game that involves, like, a first-person shooter or something like oh, that... you can't play those, The delay... Because right. it's basically the controller is wirelessly connecting to the <laughs> internet... Which then is connecting to a computer. So it's all about the speed. Which is streaming video back of to your, your game box. To you, yeah. So ah. it's like your com- your controller isn't even connected. I guess it is. It connects to your box and then shoots the control up to a computer. Then that comes. That input is streamed back as video down. It's like so convoluted. So if my internet connection was just that much faster, it would, it would be, probably be the good. coolest thing on earth because it looks amazing. It's super cool that I can start a game on my TV. Um, save it, open it up on my laptop, play it there. Theoretically, when they get when Apple someday approves them, you can open it up on your iPad, play with the controller right there. That's cool. Like it's it's such a cool promise, and they were running these sales that were unreal, like Steam. So I have like ten games for it, and I think I've played it like four <laughs> times. <laughs> That's a Sean Curry yeah, special. Look Sean the, 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 special. The game industry. Not only does he work in it, but they love him. Yeah. Yeah. Jay, would you? So, so Jay, um, would you buy it? I there's so many games that I would love to play on Steam, but I'm not a PC gamer, so I, I would say I'd buy it. I probably would buy it and wouldn't play it for a while, but I'd buy it. Josh, no, really? Wow, yeah. that's I that's surprising. I would I, I wouldn't yes. have guessed that. But the number of games you own that you've never played on Steam, I figure this could be your chance. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't. I mean, it's it's one of those things too where it's great in theory. And um, I love Steam games. I love the theory behind it. I love that you can, you know, it's kind of cloud-based, so you can, you know, you, you don't essentially ever lose your games, which which is fantastic and stuff. I I don't feel like I would utilize it, so I can't justify it in my head. God damn it, Jeff, spend that money. I, that, yeah, that I, you don't get an allowance. You make money <laughs> by it. <laughs> it's kind of one of those things, too, where it's like I totally could. <laughs> and it's like, That's it, why I'd buy it. Yeah, exactly, it's, it's only because, like, I have nothing else left to buy. <laughs> like, I have yeah, run out of shit that I need <laughs> or even, like, can upgrade. It's like, can you get that? I just fucking got one, like, six months ago. It's like, ugh, I right. don't go into Apple stores. I guess now with the iPad <laughs> Mini, I can. But, like, my wife will be you like, you want to go to the Apple? Store, I'm like, eh, we kind of had that at the house. Yeah. <laughs> like, there literally is nothing. Like, it's so pathetic. Like, there's nothing left. Yeah, don't really you feel douchey as fuck? Yeah, you, you sit feel there like and an go like, oh, there's really nothing I even need or want <laughs> because or you want need to step to it buy. up. I could send I you links to things you could to buy. <laughs> Do any of you guys have the Adam. orange TV? That's yeah, exactly. Because then yeah. you need that, Adam. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Adam, is that, is that because of, obviously clearly because yeah. of time, you just don't have the time. I, I and, don't have and, the time. And, and I would yeah. love. I would love and, 
to to have the time to do it. more. And Adam, welcome to the world of living girlfriends. Yeah, yeah. Know, you're welcome. Right? I know. Yeah, but you know not, what? You're not going to be playing too many more video games. No, but when they become wives, wives. yes, Curdy, you're back. You. It comes <laughs> back. You come back <laughs> to the so team. Back. It come is. Back to it. It's true. Hey, Angie, hey. he's marrying you this week, sweetie. <laughs> yeah. All you have to do is commit to yourself from 10 p.m. to about 2:30 <laughs> in the morning. Is, is that's golden. I am terrible at that time. Welcome to my world. I just want to sleep. I love sleeping. You and me both. Uh, well, we're about two hours in now. Are we really? Shit, are you really? Probably yeah. about time. Great starting the year off. Episodes, great welcome back. Show. Our episodes are not going to be this long. Going yeah. <laughs> 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 hey, yeah. don't make promises. You can't keep I am keeping it. I will walk out that I door. I am cashing that check. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we say this a lot, but we would not be here doing this over and over again if it weren't for the people listening. So thank you so much for listening, uh, for downloading I us, for checking us out. Yeah, we might. <laughs> we might still we be just here. Like to talk. But thank you anyways. Uh, it is an absolute <laughs> pleasure. Stay with us. 2013 is going to be an incredibly fun year. Uh, definitely more stuff from CES and no sh- home robots. Join though. us next week. Hey, <sighs> hey, don't be f- don't be afraid to uh, contact us either on the website or yeah. on Facebook. And, and something we want to try to do is uh, guess more guests. Mm. Those seem to go over well. If there's if somebody you're listening and you want to be on the show, hit us up. Seriously, or if there's somebody you want to see on the show, I don't even care who it is. Mm-hmm. Vice Throw President Biden. Or we we have we'll no shame. We try. literally <laughs> email and contact everyone to get on the show. Jack mentioned this before, but uh, if you have any questions about anything that we talk about or about the industries in general that we work in, shoot us a line. Yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, nerdtastican 3 d at gmail.com or on Facebook is one of the, some of the best ways. To one of these days, I might get that forum up. Talked about it last year. This could be the year. <laughs> we have yeah. goals of this the year. forum. Yeah. We had none last year. And also, year. if you have any questions that you need to uh, better explain in person, um, Jason Pecco lives at 7132 <laughs> Whitset Avenue, <laughs> North Hollywood, <laughs> California. <laughs> I made up that address. So <laughs> don't go there because those people will be really upset. <laughs> <laughs> Is Jason Buckley? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we have so, serious uh, questions. So <laughs> we have some serious questions. Join us back next week. We'll uh, we'll give us uh, give you our official 2012 game of the year. Until then, Quattro Ocho. This has been episode number 48 of Nerdtastic in 3D. My name is Jason Carter. I'm Jack Gackler. Sean Fennell. Juan Pecco. <laughs> Josh LeBrot. Adam McFarlane. Sean Green. Adios. And we'll see you next time. See you. Bye. Nerdtastic. 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 In 3D.